presented by TBR Sports. This is the Booth Review Podcast. All right, boys, welcome back. It's been a crazy long time since we've been on the podcast. And if you're an avid follower, I'm sure you've seen us in other places, but it's nice to say that we're back on the podcast. So everybody, welcome back. Episode 121 of the Booth Review Podcast. And it's a new season. It's a new year. It's a new time for TBR Sports. Exciting time, new faces, new voices, the new regime, as I think I'd like to call it. Um, we're entering into year five or six of doing this. You, you really start to lose track after a long time of doing it. Um, and especially if you're like myself or Michael, who have been here from like the very beginning, it just, you know, the years start to blend together. And like, you, you know, we were just talking about it. You're like, how many episodes have you done? It was like, yeah, it was like I heard 121 like, <laughs> episodes. And yeah, we're going to be pushing like 200 this year, hopefully, if, uh, if we have a good year of podcasting. But excited to be back into it. And obviously, you know, whenever there's a new TBR podcast out, that most likely means that the NFL is back. Which it, which it does mean in this case. About an you hour would be, from now. Yeah, you would be correct in assuming <laughs> that the NFL is back. Pick'em is back. One of our original... Um, things that we've done on the podcast, original segments that will never go away. And I'm just so glad that it will never go away because I love talking about football. Um, I love talking about the NFL. We're going to get into all of that tonight. Our season predictions, our pick'em is back. Week one of the pick'em is back. Um, but we got to address some things first because a lot has been going down at this company um, in the last year. So let's start. We have a new face. Um, and for the people who are watching, that's another new addition, by the way. This mm. podcast was pretty much only audio for years. I mean, if you, were, if you were here in the early days of TBR, I'm talking like 2019 summer, episodes like 1 to 20 were on YouTube. But since then, the last 100 episodes, only on Spotify, only on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us, you never got to see our beautiful faces, and now you do. So well, me especially. No, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so um so it's gonna be nice. Like we have this nice new setup. Um and I don't really know what we're officially calling it yet, but you know, the old studio that we used to do podcasts in person at in my the basement of my parents' house, TBR Sports Studio A one. Thank you to my co founder Robbie Carpentier for naming that studio A one. But we're not in Studio A one anymore. We have a brand new in person informal studio in yeah. the living room of my apartment which i actually think is working out pretty well so far yeah, we're only about two minutes into it but i, <laughs> I, I think good about it i think though. it's going pretty well yeah, yeah. new microphones new camera new um audio interface which nice is a new background nice new background new photos that um were hung thank you to my girlfriend um who hung the photos uh with my the help of my dad i didn't help um i sat on the couch and i was kind of like the you know fair enough boyfriend i was like <laughs> sitting right here and they were like stepping over me and hanging stuff they're like brendan what do you what do you think of that is that straight i'm like yeah that's looks, straight. looks good to me like, like that's straight as hell man like that looks good so um thank you to everyone who put this together and it's nice and cozy in here and it's, this, yeah. is good. this is where we're going to be doing podcasts for the entirety of the nfl season and on into you know, you know NHL pod- season, yeah podcasting the future like whenever we do a podcast like this is what it's going to be like so um yeah, we'll get into the content of everything in a second, but I cut off the introduction of uh, a new co-host that we're adding to the podcast. So do you want to just give a quick brief introduction of who you are and how you ended up here? Sure. Uh, my name's Matt. I'm from 
Beverly, Massachusetts, not too far away from Woo! Brendan. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we met uh, through Stone, uh, through Emerson College. Uh, we had a class together last year, and um, we sat next to each other. We started talking, and uh, from then on, we've just been talking about we've we've talked about a lot of sports, and yeah. <laughs> we're going to keep talking. Um, if you watch any of the YouTube, you might see me in the background a couple of uh, the wiffle ball games. Maybe there might be still one more coming out. No, I, I think both sure. of yours are out. Both of mine are both out. Both of yours so are out, yeah. I commentate on two of those. Uh, check those out on YouTube. It's pretty cool. Um, other than that, I'm just excited to be here and uh, can't wait to get it rolling. So uh, what do you say? You want to get right into it? Yeah, and- let's get into it. I mean, we got to, you know, there's a lot that's been going on um, at, at the company that I think we just need to talk about first. Nothing like negative or anything. I know I'm saying that. I'm like, oh, we have so much to address. It's just like. Good stuff has been going on. Right, I mean, right. We've been keeping up with the wiffle ball, like incredible season of wiffle ball that we had. Excited for more videos to come out. Um, but really, I mean, I know we've done podcasts sporadically here and there. Um, I think the last one being March Madness, which is crazy that like yeah, we've crazy. taken that much of a hiatus. But I mean, the reason for that really is you look at, you know, a year ago and this company was in a very different position. Um and I mean, for the people who are new here, which I'm assuming we're going to have a lot of new like eyes and ears on this. Um, I certainly hope so. Yeah, you'd hope so. Um, and but and, to all those returning, we appreciate you coming. Right. Back. I mean, the, the day ones. I actually fun fact: we were in Tate this morning, you and I. Yeah, yeah. And I saw a day one fan in there, but I didn't approach him. Oh, really? I didn't want to be like, "Hey, recognize me," but I recognized the person, yeah, the kid, yeah. who is an avid commenter and an avid listener and an avid follower. Um, but I did not approach him just cause I didn't want to be like, Hey, look at me, you know, I'm, look at how cool I am. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hey, you're a fan of mine. Like you want a photo? No, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to do that guy. Right. No. Should I hold the camera and you like, I wasn't going to do that, but you know, we do have very loyal Settle fans. There, and man, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we have a very loyal fan base and we always have. Um, but you know, for the people that are new here. Um, cause a lot of people don't even know the history, the story behind this company, um, because we have a kind of a newfound audience, which is really cool. Um, so we started this thing in 2019, me and Robbie Carpentier, who is kind of sporadically in and out. I, I mean, I'd like to think he's in, I think he'd like to think he's out. Um, he's a busy guy and that's kind of the running joke is like, he'll just kind of disappear for like months on end and, and then, then come back and then come back with so many stories to tell. And, um, he's on a podcast like once in a blue moon. Um, but I mean, he's a, he's a legend at, at TBR sports and has really just kind of been here from day one. And, and, you know, I consider to be like a brother, um, known him for six, seven years now. And yeah, he's, he's a legend around these, around these parts, you know? Um, so he and I started this back in like 2019 and, you know, back then you'd like to think it was bigger than it was. Um, and I think we told ourselves it was bigger than it was. Look who just walked in. My girlfriend, who hung all the photos, has just walked in. You want to be on the podcast? Okay. I mean, you all know Emma from Wiffleball and other content. And TikTok as well. You're a big TikTok star, aren't you? All right. No response. Um, anyway, so we started this a while back, Robbie and I, and, you know, jumped right into podcasts and everything. And, you know, like I said, tried to, like, make it a bigger deal than it was. I mean, we had 90 followers on Instagram or whatever. And we thought that was, like, big time. Right, right. I remember, like, taking a trip to London and like just thinking that i was going on this like big like uk tour like of tbr like everyone was like so happy for me to be in london because we had 90 followers um and but that was going like global yeah going global <laughs> yeah expanding the brand but like 
to us back then, like that was big, you know, it was like, we started this podcast with no expectations. Um, and if, you know, if you want to go back and listen to the history of the company, go listen to episode a hundred, cause we really hash it out. Um, but just to see how far we've come since then in like the four going on five years, um, is incredible and take out the last year. It was still incredible to reach 5,000 followers in 2021. That was a huge milestone for all of us. Um, and you know, celebrated that, you know, very accordingly. And we reached a hundred podcast episodes, which was again, very cool. Um, and I think if you were to tell 2019 Brendan and Robbie and Michael and Seth and whoever else that we were going to amass like that kind of audience, oh, it would have been incredible. And then you enter into 2023 and you drop the F and hammer on all of that because I mean, we, we've reached this insane following on tiktok right right. i mean a year ago and you always have those moments of doubt where it's like you know i've always known that this is what i've wanted to do and like you know before i started tbr it was like i'd start this one thing do it a couple months wouldn't work out boom try something else try something else wouldn't work out and then we started TBR, and I think it had just so much synergy behind it because there were other people involved. Right, you know? right. Um, it wasn't just you trying to do it on your own. It wasn't just me. You've got to yeah. get people to focus wasn't me on. And a, yeah, it wasn't me and a camera. And, you know, we had people that were kind of into it a little bit, and it was fun. And, you know, it lasted longer than, like, the two, three months that my previous endeavors had lasted. And it was like, all right, maybe we have something. Maybe we here. go somewhere with this. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and it was other people holding you accountable, not just yourself. Right. To try and make yeah. it go further than exactly. It had yeah. Been. yeah. It was like everyone was buying into like the culture of what we were doing. And I loved that. Um, and, you know, comes to COVID, we're expanding the brand, we're, we're adding people. And it was really like during COVID where I like, I was telling myself, like, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to do this company. And this was back when I was still in high school. So, like, I had the ability to, like, have irrational, like, thoughts and dreams, um, which you don't anymore living in, like, the real world. Oh, no, <laughs> never. <laughs> but back then I was like, we're just going to – TBR is just going to blow up one day and we're all going to live together and we're going to do podcasts out make of – millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, and make billions, gazillions of dollars. And, like, I was, like, serious about that during COVID. I was like, we're going to – I, it sounds weird, but I have a location picked out of where I wanted – everyone to live yep and we talked about it i was like that's gonna be our house we're gonna buy that house in a couple years none of us are gonna go to college i was like we're just gonna do this podcast we're gonna get a bunch of brand deals sponsorships um and i was so delusional about it but like that's how that's how i thought i was like this is this is it there was no plan b and then of course you enter the real world you go off to college and you know everything resumes back to normal it's like yeah people start falling off you're not really paying attention to it as much um and you know caught back up in the swing of life yeah less and less podcasts being recorded less and less content coming out the following starts to kind of you know die off a little bit and i have those moments like once a day where i'm like this may be like the end of the line for this company which sucks because i've put so much into it um but uh it's it might just be it you know and like i'm okay with that like i have that mindset of like i'm content with what we've built at the very worst this is very impressive what we've built yep um and if this is as far as it goes this is as far as it goes and i was really having those thoughts like a year ago um where i mean people who listen to the podcast kind of know i was down at school in north carolina um and ended up leaving just because i didn't like it and it was like reality kind of sunk in like this thing that I love doing and that I want to do might not be here forever anymore. And I might have to like start thinking seriously about like what I want to do. Um, and the content wasn't taking off how I'd hoped we had the wiffle ball league, which we had a very successful 2022, but I felt like for the production value probably should have been garnering more attention than it was like views and followers, subscribers, stuff like that. 
for the um, amount of work you put into it and right time. yeah and like it, yeah part of me still feels like that you know but it's like i can't like hold a grudge against people for like you know it's like it's really tough to like break into like industries that have like a market barrier around them like i get that we're not the biggest wiffle ball league around i get that there are dominant players in the field but I still feel like we put a shit ton of effort into it, and like I'd like to reap the benefits. Get a little bit of respect for right. it, you know what yeah. I mean? So I was feeling that way just about the whole company about a year ago, and um, picked up my phone one night, just total like spur-of-the-moment kind of thing, and I did this TikTok video that I had no intention of really being successful, but it was for some reason. Um, and you talk about overnight success – I don't know what it's sitting at right now, but I mean, it, we got a million views in like no time, you know? And it kind of felt like you kind of saved your, you know, kind of spirit for the... It did. And then it was like, here we go. This like is now the, we yeah. Now we do what we like, wanted to This, do exactly. Do, and like, then, uh, oh my God, from there, it's been, it's just, I, I guess I would tell this whole story to just say that like, I'm grateful to still be sitting here and doing this, you know, because I now have someone who is super invested in you that wants to, you know, be here and kind of buy into this culture. I love bringing new people on. Um, and, you know, I'm just grateful that we get to do this for people. Because we always said in the beginning, like, if no one listened, we'd do it. And we just yeah. kind of said that to, like, say that. Like, I mean, who are we kidding? Like, I no, I would not do this for five years if no one listened to what just, I was just, saying. Just for fun, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I just wouldn't, you know? And, and, you know, we did it for a long time and we got a big audience and it was great, but it wasn't, it, it was like, you know, low thousands and then to have a video go over a million and then to get 30,000 followers on TikTok. I think the moment that was really like the, the like awestruck moment for me was when the NHL reached out, mm. um, the, the NHL reached out. And that to me was probably, that was not, I don't want to say like a, like a, I made it moment. Cause I don't ever That's think like to myself dream though. You yeah. Know like I, I don't mean, ever like, think to myself like, Oh, we made it. Cause I think there's still so much work to do. And there's always stuff to do. Though, we're still, you know? like, as a company, like, fighting adversity. Like, even on TikTok, like, we're still, you know, trying to make it. But when the NHL reached out and wanted to repost the video and, like, do work with us, that was, like, oh, wow. Like, like oh, my God. You know, like, maybe this, maybe we, you know, the dream that I had, like, during COVID, like, we can do. Um, it might not be the way you planned it, but you're getting there somehow. You know what I mean? Right. So that, you know, the last year has, like, completely... Um, kind of like you said, like revived my spirit about this company and, um, yeah, the ability to be sitting here and talking with like a brand new audience with like brand new people. Um, I'm just grateful that we have this opportunity and like, this is, this is cool to me right now. Like we've all, you know, for the past few years, we've done podcasts over zoom and it was great. And everyone, you know, we had fun, but like everyone would complain about the internet connection and the audio issues, whatever. Um, and, you know, we're sitting here at the start of an NFL season. Doing it live. Doing yeah. it live, sitting, hanging out, and this is how it's going to be every week. And, like, you know, the coolest thing in the world is to know that there are people listening and people watching. People which people care. You know, which I'll forever be grateful for. So I guess it's just a long-winded way of, like, saying thank you to everyone because I haven't gotten, like, a formal opportunity. I, I, I've thanked my followers on TikTok every night. Like, when we reach, like, a 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 milestone, I've done, like, little videos here and there. But, I mean, there's people who have been here – since like 2019 that have really you know contributed to the brand and like have been back when you were that 90 followers right exactly they, they were one of the 90s and they're still around so it's like a huge thank you to everyone like to think that uh to think that in 2019 like you said we had 90 followers and like hardly anybody listened to our podcast and now not to like say this in like a pompous arrogant way but 
the I feel like the hockey TikTok community, we are pretty recognizable as a name, as you know, our content is recognizable, the name TBR Sports is recognizable. Again, not to be pompous, but like my face is recognizable. Like just because, you know, we post a video and, you know, it gets fifty thousand views, like baseline, you know, which is incredible to me still. Like I post a video and it gets that many views and I'm like, how the hell? And the comments and all of that. So long winded way of you know, saying just thank you to everyone. Like this is so effing cool to me. It is. Um, it is such a cool to not not to cut you off, but it's so cool to you know. For me, it's like I never. I always wanted to try and do something like like you said. You you tried something for a couple months, you let it go. Right. I used to do one for uh, for hockey jerseys and hockey cards on my YouTube channel. Yeah. I'd get you know twenty views. Like ooh, nice. Like yeah. twenty people watched it. And he did like TikTok, and it was like my biggest view ever got was like 800 views and I was like ooh I made it you know what I mean and then you let it go and you're like you know you stop thinking about it you stop caring about it so coming on here and you know being with Brendan and being with the TBR sports group it's it's really been totally different for me and I um I really appreciate the opportunity it's, yeah it's really, and I mean really I appreciate good. you coming aboard like this is again like I said T- everybody knows TBR has been a revolving door of like personalities and people right we have like a mainstay of like a few guys um but people come and go and like there's no hard feelings when people come and go like and we always kind of reconnect like I think about, you know, Chase from Wiffleball. Yep. Chase was a member of TBR pretty early on um, and, you know, didn't end up sticking with it. It wasn't really his thing. He was just a good friend of ours that, you know, really liked hanging out with us. And back then, all we wanted to do was record podcasts. Right. So he was fully a part of the team. And, um, you know, when we left for college, he was younger than us. So he was in high school and we just kind of lost touch on like the TBR front. And he just wasn't really as involved. And, um, but you know, he came back for wiffle ball this summer and like was that doing was, content. Was great, yeah. So yeah, it's like, it's stuff like that. So, you know, while they're, you know, the personalities and the people like maybe changing, like I'm grateful for everyone who's like played a part in it. And, um, yeah, I'm excited for like new faces, like to get as many people involved as possible has like always been my goal, but I need to have like a group that I can trust. And, um, yeah, you and I have known each other for like almost close to a year now. Yeah, but, you getting know, close. About we've a year, been in yeah. this like kind of sports media realm. But um, even when, even when we like, you know, first met, it was our first conversations were always about you know sports, right? And, you know, everything we did in like everything we did at Emerson was so sports driven that it was just really easy, really natural for us to pick up like a sports realm type thing. Exactly. Like this. Yeah, and then um, yeah, for the people who are curious, Michael will always will also be back too. Um, he's not available for episode one, but I think Michael will kind of. Be like a good like producer role almost. I don't want to say, but you, you know, I mean, it, it'll be great because I, I we just have so many ideas and we don't need to hash it out now. But I just want to assure everybody because I know Michael Lynch is like a fan favorite guy. He's going to be on the podcast and he's going to be joining us and he's going to be doing content with us. He can't tonight, um, but he will be. If he can do it in person, it'll be great. If he's going to be zooming in, we'll f- put him on the TV behind there and it'll it'll all work out. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll make sure well, he's in the podcast one way yeah, or another. Yeah, right. He'll be here, and we'll get some cool people involved, too. I mean, we just have a lot on the docket, um, and I don't want to waste too much time just, like, talking about it because we do have a lot to get into. Yep. So, and we want to get back to this before we get to the games. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> so we'll put a pin in everything for now, but just, you know, a, a long-winded introduction. It's been a while since, you know, we've talked about it. An appreciation everybody. to everyone watching. So. Exactly, yeah. So, um, but, you know. First order of business. I mean, the NFL season is starting tonight, and um, we're going on like year three of doing like consistent pickums. I think um, this started as a thing that that Seth and I actually. No, I think it was before that. Um, I think we started as college football. Um, 
my junior year of high school, it was like me, Chase, um, Matt Cusolito, who also played wiffle ball, yeah. Michael Lynch. We would have like breaks at school and we'd go out to my car and we would just set up an iPhone and do college football pickums that week. Just like weekly pickums. Um, and there's so many like characters and those like kids who just went to school with us who just like wanted to be a part of it. Those yeah. were like the humbling days of it was like we didn't have much of a following, but we had a very local following like at our high school. Right, we had like right. a we had like a cult following like we had like kids putting TBR stickers like in classrooms and like TBR stickers on the backs of erasers and like writing like TBR sports on like whiteboards and stuff. So all these kids like we had like a bunch of recurring guests on the pickum. And then the following year, we started, like, taking it more seriously. And, like, college football is, like, a good area of focus for me, but, like, doesn't compare to the NFL in terms of, like, my knowledge of just, like, no, yeah, every like, team, every game, every sport. Like, I love college football, yeah. but it's just because it's something to watch on Saturdays. Right. It won't, like, it won't ever hold a candle to the NFL, no, and that's fine not, not that it won't. Not for me. I know there's people, like, in other parts of this country that college football is everything. Yeah. Like, and that's their number one. But for me... Growing up with the NFL was my thing I grew up with. So. Right, yeah. So um, so that's when Seth and I started doing Pick'em. So we did it once a week. We kept records. We would post our picks, um, and then we'd kind of just keep, like, a season-long tally of, like, who was accurate and who wasn't. Like, And, you know, that's kind of stuck ever since. Uh, we start week one always by doing our record predictions, um, which two years ago, the, if again, for the, for the OG fans – this was an infamous post that I'll, I'll, I'll you know, give you some insight on. Right before I went down to school in North Carolina, we did our preseason podcast because I didn't think I was going to have enough time to do it with, like, freshman orientation and everything. Um, we just – we did a whole episode dedicated to just the season predictions. Okay. That was it. We didn't talk about the games. It was, like, two and a half hours long. It was awesome. We had, like, everyone from TBR on there. Um, we had a tier ranking list. So that's how we did it was mm-hmm. like 14 plus wins, 10 to 13 wins, nine, to, you know, yeah, yeah, and, so on, and six, so on and so on. Right. So on and so on. And we talked about it on the podcast and then put a graphic out on Instagram with the tier rankings. Okay. And I like, when I tell you the amount of backlash, if, if I think that my TikToks now get backlash, which they do, it doesn't hold a candle to this post. I think, overnight 700 comments everybody coming for our heads fucking morons you idiots you casuals we ended up yeah, on yeah. like meme pages and nfl meme pages because people just thought we had these outlandish takes and it became like a running thing on the podcast because the takes started to get right like i think my hot take was the eagles will win nine games and this wasn't the year that they went to the Super this Bowl. Was the, it was the year, year before, before. When they made the playoffs, yeah. They made the playoffs. And every, when I said they were going to win nine games, everybody, you don't know what you're talking about. Four-win team. Jalen Hurts isn't this. Jay, whatever. It was like the year. That and now, he, yeah. two years later. Oh, my God. And, and, and they made the playoffs that year. And I didn't let anybody hear the end of it. So that's like the fun part of it for me. It's like we're going to put this out tonight, tomorrow morning. Um, by the time this podcast is out, the Thursday night football game will probably already have been played. They're about to kick off. We like, don't know what's going to happen yet. We don't know what's going to happen yet. You will already know, but this is being recorded at 7.39 on Thursday And I will be night. watching it behind the camera. So. And, and the game is on behind the camera, so if it, it most likely will start while we I'm are okay doing our that, prediction, though. which is fine. Yeah, we have recorded many podcasts at TBR while games are on, and it's great. Yep. 
Um, so yeah, that's the fun part of it is like, we'll put these clips out on TikTok. We'll put them out on Instagram. We'll obviously put the whole podcast out on Spotify, YouTube, whatever. And we're going to get shit. And I love it. I love getting shit. I, I embrace it now. Like, oh, my, my picks are like going to be something. <laughs> well, everyone is going to get so butthurt when they hear that their team isn't going to go 17 and 0. Sorry, whatever. Buccaneers. It's over. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and I love it. Like when I post the TikTok videos, I love it. I love the people that are so confidently wrong too. Yeah. I had someone today. It's so funny. I'm getting sidetracked, but who cares? I had somebody today who I right. I, I don't know if you're familiar with like what we're doing on TikTok. Um, kind of. So the video that I watched us up TikTok was sometimes. yeah. So it's like the yeah. hockey challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm you know took that and ran with it, and I have like the followers suggest different challenges and stuff. So the one that I'm doing right now is trying to get 10,000 career points with 10 Stanley Cup winners. Um, Ooh, that's, yeah, a, good that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, and then now we're modifying it where it's like they had to have won the cup with that team. Oh, so Grant's that's just a cheat code. Yeah, I haven't, so, but you I can't haven't pick gotten for the Kings, them yet. Though, so you yeah, can pick for the Oilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, and if you get a team that hasn't won a cup, you're screwed. Yeah, just to throw a bagel like up the there. Wild. So that happened to me. This, I got the Coyotes like five times. I got Ooh. the Wild. I got the Kraken, which was great. Oh um, yeah, not even close. <laughs> so, and, and, but you wouldn't even want someone like like the Golden Knights because they have won a cup, but there's no one that's more had more like three hundred points. It's like, yeah, I guess Kessel. I took, I got them today. I took Kessel. Okay, nine hundred, which it's isn't bad in the bad, grand. But... Yeah, but it's not going to get you a long way to ten thousand. You know, no. um, but uh, but the challenge I was doing last week was only captains. So ten thousand points, but only ca- t- players who have captained a team before. So that's tough. And so I did it and I did it right. And I put it out and I got slammed in the comments by people who suggested players who never had an effing C on their jersey in their lives. Mm-hmm. And someone today, I was sitting in class just like looking at my comments. Someone goes, it was the Kings. And they said, like, you're such a casual. Why wouldn't you take Marcel Dion? I go, he ne- never he was never a captain. And they go, Luke Robitaille was captain. Luke, no, he was not. No, he was, he was no. assistant captain. Though, right? Yeah, people. Yeah. Th- okay, so there's discrepancy around that because he was a fill-in captain for one year. Right. Before they wore they- the C. But he was never named an official. Like, if you go on their the website NHL.com, and the team yeah. captains, he's not on there. Okay. So I didn't take him. I took Gretzky, obviously. He was a captain. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I think it was because I got the Kings twice, so the second pick was Kopitar, who okay. has 1,200 points. Like, yeah, that's not bad. Best, he's one of the best Kings players of all time. Right. Like, and so people were, like, saying I'm a casual for not knowing Marcel Dion. It's like, I know who Marcel Dion is, but I know he wasn't a captain. Right. And the guy responds to my comments. He goes, he was captain of the Kings for four seasons. No. Nope. Where are you pulling this information out <laughs> from? He was never, like, I love that people do that all the time where it's like, what? Where are these numbers you're getting like... from? Like, not only did you think he was a captain, but you even gave me a timeline. Yeah, yeah. That just doesn't exist. He was never a captain. So, you know, you know what's really funny? Just real quick, though. Remember Andrew Ferentz for the Bruins that one season? Yeah, later? yeah. He was captain in Edmonton, dude. I know, dude. Career, which is a wild stat. Like... Okay, I I do puck doku on my channel too. Yeah, Hockey yeah, yeah. Immaculate Grid, which we're gonna do on this podcast. By the way, like when Lynch That'll comes be back, fun, yeah. we'll put it up on the screen at the end of the podcast. We'll do it. Um, but yeah, I had the other day. I had Flames and Oilers, and I took Andrew Ferentz yeah, yeah. like point zero three percent. I felt like felt like a champion. Yeah, <laughs> and then everyone in the comments was like, "How do you know that?" It's like because he played for the Bruins. Like, yeah, everybody yeah, was a yeah. huge Bruins like, guy. Of course, I, I, that twenty eleven Bruins. He left us me, to like, go to Edmonton <laughs> and captain them. Which, and he was the first captain of um, McDavid's career. Before, I remember before that McDavid got named captain at the, like, yeah. the youngest. The whole thing there, That's like crazy. yeah. Remember, um, remember Danny Pae. <laughs> 
Oh just, my god! Just absolutely. I could go down the rabbit hole talking we, about we got random. We got a podcast on that at one point. Like, it's just like what guys talk about is like sit around and name random players. Just random players. It's so like. funny. But long Only story short, I think it's about time we get into it. Yeah, let's start it. You so go, uh, go AFC. You yeah. Go? So the way we're gonna do this is, I guess it's a little different from years past. We're just gonna go division by division and give you our season predictions. Not too much to say about it because we'll talk about the games individually. Yep. Um, obviously, there will be like some explaining. Like to week do. by week, we'll do game and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's just let's just jump right now. Let's start with AFC West because it's the top of my thing. So sure. Our 2023-2024 NFL season predictions. We'll go division by division, starting off with the AFC West. Give me your one through four in the AFC West. So no surprise, Chiefs. I got them going fourteen and three. Um, Chargers nine and eight, but good enough to still make the playoffs. Uh, Broncos seven and ten, better than last year. And then Raiders with arguably a worse quarterback, but basically the exact same team as last year, going five and twelve, last of the division. All right, or last of their little the AFC West. I don't hate that. Um, mine's similar. I've got the Chiefs in first, fourteen and three. A lot of talk about the Chiefs having a perfect season. We were just talking That's about that. That's not happening. Just like, don't think it's going to happen. I think the Chiefs are big on like resting guys late, like yeah. I've said. And they always lose one weird game. I was just going to say, they always lose game, a random like, game. I mean, I mean, even tonight, you know, like, I mean, not to preview the game tonight. The Lions but, are good this year, though. Like, yeah, the Lions are going to be good. Like, this could be a competitive game. No, no Travis, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey, no Chris Jones. Like, it's like, it's getting, I think this game will be like, one of the best opening day games we've seen in a long time. Definitely. Considering how bad last year's was. Definitely. It was like, this This will be good. This yeah, will be... so, you know, and I, that's not to disrespect the Chiefs at all. I still think they're going to be one of the best teams they're in the They're still one AFC. of the best teams in football. It's like, you know, Patrick Holmes is the best quarterback right now playing. Right. You can argue if you want it, but come on, like, seriously. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's like, and, you know, as long as you have him behind <laughs> under center, it's like, your team's always going to be right. good. Like, yeah. Um, so I got Chiefs in first, fourteen and three. I've got Chargers in second, ten and seven. Um, I'm big on the Chargers. I'm a big Justin Herbert guy. Um, I like what I've been hearing coming out of their training camp. Um, and I mean, I know there's a lot of positives to take away from every team coming out of training camp, but I forget exactly who was interviewed. But it was one of the, like the safeties or one of the defensive backs talking about just the defensive group with the Chargers, and he was talking about how he's like this group has really matured he's like we're we've really come together as a unit he's like we're identifying mistakes that we've made in the past that like we're never going to make again he's like we're, we're coming in to win games um and it was like i i looked at that and i was like that's you know you're not that hearing works. that from yeah, every yeah, yeah. like defensive captain like this group is really matured you know like you hear about like the patriots they're oh, we're like, feeling good we're going to this is a mature season. group already yeah, yeah. you know so I think there's a lot of posit- positives coming out of the Chargers camp. I'm also big on Justin Herbert, um, and I was big on this team last year. Uh, I think they can, you know, win some games. I think they can be competitive in some games. I think ten and seven is a is a perfectly medium place to put them. Yep. With the potential to be better, or like you know, you have them a little bit worse. I think a potential to also. The reason at nine and eight yeah. is just because their division is so good, and they right. play everyone twice. So like now, I don't think that the Broncos or Raiders are bad teams. They're not better than the, the Chargers, but they will give them, like, I think, fits throughout the season. Yeah. They're going to have to play the Chiefs twice, and that's, in my book, two automatic losses. Yeah. So I, I just don't see the Chargers. I know the Chargers kind of have, like, the Chiefs numbers sometimes, but I don't know. They just seem different this year. Yeah. Like, we'll see. A fair it's assessment, tough. too. AFC is also tough. Like, AFC is a tough, very tough, tough division. Very like, tough. tough. The NFL is tough, you know? It's, yeah. It's tough. But the NFC is, like, a little bit easier. Like. <laughs> <laughs> just when you, like, break it down. <laughs> when you look at it, like... <laughs> So, um, third place. I actually have the Raiders in third at seven and ten. Yeah. 
Um, I'm a Jimmy G guy. Uh, I am. I don't know. I, I'm not buying into the hype of this team being as bad as they're going to be, which is a lot of the talk on social media this offseason is like, oh, the Raiders fucking dumpster fire. Like, um, you know, J- Jimmy G's your next quarterback. Like, really? Like, you know, I, and they, the team's been a train wreck in the past few years with yeah. just, you know, who's come in and out of that organization. Ugly kind of messy situation with um, Derek Carr at the end of last season. Now you have – have you seen the Chandler Jones situation? Yeah. How he's, well, he's – that's a whole thing because, like, he apparently, as what I've heard today, is that he is seeking it for mental health reasons and not because of the Raiders. So I think I, I'm not one to speak on that. I can't right. speak on that type of topic because everyone's different. Yep. Having my own personal experience myself and everyone has their own experience with someone they know or something they have had, they've done. I don't want to speak to his situation and, you know, what he's – but what I've heard him say is that the Raiders aren't, you know, really working out for him. That might just be his own personal situation with the team, or it might just be something going on with himself. So I, I can't really speak on that situation for him right now. Um, but if he doesn't come back, that's a big loss on their defensive end. No, definitely. I won't beat around the bush either. I think it's a per- uh, not a personal thing. I think it's a team thing. Yeah. Did you see the texts with he and Josh McDaniels? No, I didn't. Okay, I, didn't, so I, I, I saw them post on social media. I didn't read them too in depth. He, he basically went on like a social media like. I don't want to say tyrant, but like kind of did like bashing the Raiders. And he like posted screenshots of texts. I guess he wanted to work out in like the Raiders facility during the off season. Yep. And, um, and like was locked out or something. It's a very bizarre story. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. And so he texted him. He's like, this is, this is bullshit. Like I'm a player on the team, like a veteran. Like I shouldn't have to like go to planet fitness if I want to like work out and like get, get in better, better shape. Season, right. You know? He's like, you don't want me to get better then like, don't, you know, I'm not going to like play, you know? Right. Right. So I don't know that I think it's a messy situation, but I also think that there's some raw talent on that team. I'll give him seven wins. Um, and a team that I think is just getting way too much hype. And I am like, I think I'm even overrating them as the Denver Broncos. I think Russell Wilson's a fucking Muppet. I think that <laughs> Sean Payton is is not the savior of this my, team whatsoever. Sean Payton is a great coach, and he'll be in the Hall of Fame. He was a How great many coach Super Bowls? at one point. How many Super Bowls? One. One. <laughs> All right, with arguably the greatest quarterback like of the 20 the years. Like, they were, like, bound to win. Right. Like, <laughs> but that was also the year that the Saints just went on, like, a magical run. Like, everyone worked out for him. Right. And you had Drew Brees, who, by record, when he retired, was the best QB on paper. <laughs> and you wasted 19 years of his career yeah like no it's it's, oh my god everyone and like i i actually it it reminds me of like i don't even know what like just fucking disneyland like that's the (laughs) best thing i can like equate it to is like hearing all this stuff like oh sean payton you know, came into the organization and, and told Russell Wilson to stop kissing babies. It's like, what the fuck are we You're talking about? You're not running for politicians. Right. Well, it's like, <laughs> also, what is that? I didn't know that Russell Wilson was kissing babies. I didn't know that that was a thing. Like, but, but my thing is, why have, does it Did matter? you know that he was? It doesn't matter. Like, did you know he was? No, That's care. what I'm saying. Where I was like, what? He was? He was kissing babies? Like, Ooh, is that a problem? Like, I think Russell Wilson has a, a lot of problems. You know, not problems. He's, he means well. He's a good guy. But I think he's corny as shit. Um, and I think he's past his prime. Well, like his high knees on the plane last year. Like. That, oh, my God. I, we talked about that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, like the news reports that come out about him, like 
it's make like me when, not like him. It's like, like when the news report came out like last week, and they were like, "Oh, the you know three high schoolers at a Massachusetts golf tryout hit hole in ones during the tryout." It's like, yeah, okay, buddy. You know, like, congratulations, Russell like, Wilson on the entire six hour flight was doing high knees and lunges in the aisle of the Virgin Atlantic <laughs> plane. Sure, you were. Like, <laughs> I bet you were. Yeah. Like, <laughs> So, on your flight back from wherever, like right, like okay. Also, who gives a shit? Like, like is this really the pressing news we need? Like, right. The headline could have been like NFL player works out ahead of game, and like that's really what it should have been. It's like, right? Well, yeah, he should be working out ahead of a game. But but him getting all of the the. I don't know about you, but that commercial he did with Subway. I was just going to say that. Like the, ooh, it's spicy. Like, nah, stop. Like, you're you're doing too much. Maybe that's what he means, like, stop kissing babies. And, like, I respect it. But, you know, I mean, you're an NFL quarterback. He's made his, like, you know, He's made, he's made his bread winnings. In King's terms of, ransom and money. Like, right. He has he a won ring. a Super Bowl. He's he could been retire to two. today and be in the Hall of Fame. Right. And he will be just because he was on that team with the greatest defense of all one time. Of the, one like, of the most likable and recognizable players in the and game right now, he's never had too. a major controversy or anything like that to really like, no. you know, knock against his career. Yeah. I just think that there's times when he gets a little bit too much hype for, especially for teams that he's been on. Like, that Seahawks team was a legion of boom. Right. And, but that Super Bowl they won was made all about him. But they won 43 to 8. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they held the Broncos, which was a great offense, to eight points. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, he had to get them some of those points and all that. But they probably could have won the Super Bowl without him. Right. And then look what happened against the Patriots in 49. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, if he, I mean, I know it's not his call to throw the ball on the one-yard line. But he still did make the pass. He could have audibled in the, you know, in the huddle. Yeah. And changed it. And he chose not to. And right. Since then, he has not been the same quarterback that we saw, you know, back when he was making those absurd 30-yard run around, throw the ball. Right. And he's been that guy for five years. Yeah. You know? It's like. Yeah. I guess, I mean, it, I, the essence of it for me is that the Broncos, to me, are going to be a bad team. I don't think they're going to get better. I have them at 6-11, and 11, and that's generous because I'm going to just be honest. I think Sean Payton might be the first coach that's fired in 2023. I would agree with you, except for the fact that the Chargers coach exists and that if he doesn't get them to the playoffs, he's done. <laughs> yeah. like, no, oh, definitely. John Staley is gone. There's <laughs> there's pressure everywhere. Um, but I just – and I like to do this on the podcast every year. It's like, which coach is going to get fired first? Like, I'm, I'm calling it out now. Sean Payton's going to be in the hot seat when this team starts 0-3. You know? Yeah. So and also you're missing. You're not even talking about. They're missing Jerry Judy. Right. You're gonna, you're gonna really think Cortland Sutton's gonna put up like you know 2009 Marvin Harrison numbers. Yeah, Cortland no, Sutton was like... a great fantasy flex receiver in 2019. Like yeah, like, <laughs> like, like that's about it. So and, yeah, and you really run that offense with Javante Williams. Like <laughs> like yeah, let's run the ball with one O line. Like yeah. So <laughs> six, six and eleven for me. Bottom of the division. They're not yeah. going anywhere. Um, AFC North. I'll make this uh, quick because I don't know that there's going to be too much discrepancy here. Um, I got the Bengals coming in first at thirteen and four. Yeah. I got the Ravens coming in second at ten and seven, making the playoffs at ten and seven. Which I should have specified. I also have the Chargers making the playoffs at ten and seven. Yeah. Um, Browns eight and nine in third, and then Steelers six and eleven in fourth. Yeah, see, this is where we're going to disagree. So. Yeah, and I know you're big on the Steelers. Just to justify why I have them at the bottom. When we went through, I mean, the, you know, we're not just picking these records off the top of our head. We actually went through and week picked by week. week by week what we think is going to happen. If you look at that schedule, I felt like I gave the Steelers a lot of generous wins, and they still only came out with six. Yep. So, to me, putting them sub-500 makes perfect sense. I liked Kenny Pickett at Pitt. I liked him last year. Um, 
and that's about all that I like about the Steelers team, to be honest yeah. with you. I, and I don't think that he's like a franchise-changing guy right now. Um, no, I get and that. I like you, like you said, there's there's juice in Pittsburgh. There's potential. There, there's potential like- in Pittsburgh. I'm personally not buying into it. I'm putting them at six and eleven. Um, and you know, and when I was doing week by week, I think I had them worse. Yeah. And I made them better, and they st- making them better still only still got them to them six. So I was like, yeah, I can't put this team at like eight wins. But anyway, what's so, your AFC North? So for me, yeah, Bengals number one in the in the division. I got them at fifteen and two. I actually have them in the one seed this year, just 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 because they play the Chiefs. And I think if they beat the Chiefs, whoever wins that game between the Chiefs and Bengals will be the one seed. Yeah. And considering it's like in like what we like like week eleven or something like that, mm-hmm. that'll be a, that that's a game I got circled on my calendar. Oh, for sure. Um, I got Steelers at ten and seven. Um, I really really like George Pickens. I liked what Kenny Pickett was able to do last year and get them to a, a plus five hundred record. Yep. With a better receiver this year and with a similar defense, as long as TJ Watt stays healthy. Yeah. That team could be a good playoff team and give some teams some problems. I don't think they win the Super Bowl or even get past the divisional round, but right. you never know. Um, I got Browns at seven and ten, and then I got the Ravens at seven and ten. I like Lamar Jackson. I don't love that Ravens defense. Like, yeah. that's a tough, tough team because like you're stuck looking at. You got Mark Andrews, and you got Odell now, I, I guess, and you got Lamar, and you know how good is Odell going to be? He hasn't played in two years, you know, and Mark Andrews yeah, is starting to is, become a bit overrated, right? And I mean, he's he's been overrated a lot of his career since he made that one catch with the Giants in 2016. Yep. And it's like, yes, it's one of the greatest catches of all time, but look at the numbers. There's ten receivers I'd rather have ahead of him when he was in his prime. And there's, now there's like 30 dudes I'd rather have ahead of him. And they're like, that's like their big signing. Yeah. And that defense, I can't name one player. I, I, I can't. I cannot name one dude. Is like, Marlon Humphrey still on the Ravens? I don't no, know. He might not think, be. I don't think so. No, is he He might not even be in the league anymore. Do they have any Do they have any good like, linemen? Calias Campbell still there? No, I think he's traded. I think he's on Atlanta. Mar- um, Marlon Humphrey is still on the Baltimore hey, Ravens. Oh, let's go. What a guy. <laughs> What a call for a second me. Guy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, um, Patrick Queen. Good call from LSU. Yeah, good call. Right, still with the Ravens. Yes, yeah, still with the Ravens. Nice, exactly. nice job. Yeah, but you know, I I just can't uh, I can't put him any higher than I, even seven nine seven ten. I could make him eight and nine, but um, or a nine uh, yeah eight and nine, but I I wouldn't go any higher than that. Yeah, I agree with your analysis perfectly. I actually thought you were a little bit nice to Lamar there. I'm not a Lamar guy, and if you listen to this podcast, you know that I don't think he's a quarterback. This court, this team oh, is he's cor- a running back. This yeah. team is quarterbackless. Um, Same way I feel about but, the players, but exactly, yeah. yeah. You know? But I think they do have some very talented players, including Lamar Jackson. And I think ten wins for this team is very attainable. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people are going to look at a ten and seven season for Baltimore and think that's a down year. Yeah. Given how good they should be on paper, right? You know. Um, but, so but I agree with the analysis. Us- I'm just I think they're a little bit more talented than like seven wins. But what did they show us when they were actually like fifteen and two, first round loss to the Titans? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, like, and we'll talk about it come January, like playoff time, like different different strokes, you know, like a completely yeah. different team. I don't, I don't buy into the Ravens being successful at all. But I got to give credit where credit's due. I think they're a ten win team. Yeah. Um, so who you right. got for the? Um, we'll do the East last. That's our. our all right. <laughs> who you got for the uh, AFC South? Yeah, AFC South. This is going to be. I, Bringing up the rear, I feel like this is how I would define it. Um, this is going to be a, a tough, lot of bad teams. This is going to be a tough division. <laughs> um, in first, I have the Jaguars um, repeating as AFC South champions, but I only have them winning ten games. I got them going ten and seven. I think that. 
because of how a because of how weak this division is going to be and b because of how talented trevor lawrence was last year that this team is going to be a little bit overrated heading into 2023 um and yes i think they're still going to win the division they might make some noise in the playoffs if they're able to kind of you know like last year yeah, yeah right if they're able to kind of beat out some other teams in terms of seeding and that's get, all like, matchup they got to get a favorable matchup yeah. right um but I think a 10-7 and seven regular season is actually pretty good for the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, given their roster, which to me is not that deep. No. I think they're very... The offense is all right. It's all right. The I think they're very top-heavy. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think they're, they'll make it out of this division because this is a mediocre division. But I won't go as far to say they're going to win more than 10 games. I know you're a little bit bigger, not bigger on them. I love um, Trevor Lawrence. So. Yeah, and I do too. Um, but yeah. I guess I guess we agree on the one seed, but I got him in ten and seven. And yes, I'm wearing a Jaguars jersey. It's not because I like the Jaguars. It's just a Blaine Gabbert jersey, and love Blaine Gabbert. So. You're big on backup quarterbacks. Right? Oh That's yeah, your no, thing. Chad Henney retired as my favorite player. So sad. <laughs> like, love Chad Henney since his Michigan days. Like he's an absolute beauty for all the years he played backup to, to Mahomes. It's giving me uh, pun- two rings. It's giving me punters or people too energy. I, I was a big yeah. punters or people too guy for Stephen a long Goskowski, time. Stephen Goskowski, bro. Yeah, like don't, for, don't forget him, like. that there's, <laughs> it's a 53 man roster. Yeah, like Matt Prater, what a guy. Like, anyways, back to your, um, your yeah. List. So second, I've got the Titans, eight and nine. This was at one time, uh, and that one time was not that long ago. A beast of a team yeah and the, i loved the titans a couple of years ago back when they had aj brown back when derrick henry was like i mean derrick i mean derrick henry's still derrick henry let's yeah, don't he get was me wrong. the best player in the league he but. was a game changer to me last year before he got hurt he was like still one of the best players in and the i league. was i was a huge advocate for him to win mvp because i would always make the argument that mvp is the most valuable player who is the most valuable to their team? And I said, the Tennessee Titans wouldn't be shit without Derrick Henry. He picked up that team and goes, we're going to the playoffs whether you right. like it or not. They like- wouldn't be shit without Derrick Henry. I was like, he's the MVP. That season that he broke the rushing record, yeah. that he should have been the MVP. I'm sorry, but give it yeah, to a fucking quarterback. Yeah. Like, please, he should have been the MVP. Well, there should be a reward. We're not going to get into this now, but there should be a reward for quarterback. There should be a quarterback be reward an and there should be an MVP. Award. Exactly. Like, Thank you. There's no reason why... Justin Jefferson should win Offensive Player of the Year and then not win MVP. Right, it makes like, no sense. It's not like Mahomes won Offensive Player of the Year. It's like it's Justin Jefferson. It should be the guy, who, one of the dudes yeah. that won Offensive Defense Player of the Year. To determine MVP, they should take all the MVP candidates off of the um, team's rosters in Madden, simulate a season, whichever team does the worst, that player was MVP. Yeah. And I'm so fucking serious when I say that. No, you um, be funny. Uh, <laughs> all right, three and four. Here we go. This is what this is where it's like. This is where it gets fun. Brace like, yourself. No, this gets fun. <laughs> um, if you're from Houston or Indianapolis, brace yourself. Yeah, Number three, the Houston Texans at three and fourteen. I think yeah. this. I don't. It's just. It's a. It's been a rebuild five years for. This I really team. like where they're headed, though. I yeah, I can't say the same. I think they're really. I think they're poorly managed. I agree. I don't like the like the front office, right? But I like the team. I like the yeah, young no, players. They have, yes, they have a good young core, but oh my god, they're being. Run, I think this team's being run into the ground right now. Honestly, yeah. I think it's going to be a while before the Houston Texans and are had competitive a again. Carousel of coaches. How do you expect your players to get used to a system when you're just going to bring a guy in and let him go a year later? Right. Give him a couple years. If he's still bad, then you move on. Yeah. But you don't give him you know one season like Lovey Smith and then just ah oh, we're done now like move right. on like. Yeah, yeah. The definition of a coaching carousel, which like, yeah. you need to have consistency in the NFL. You need to find your guy that's going to be your guy and buy into him. You know, 
and and you know personally i just don't see that that's happening uh and then the colts i have tied with the texans at three and 14 but they're in fourth because i think they're actually going to lose to the texans um it's a dumpster fire over there let's just oh yeah the one thing i'll say I have really liked what I've heard about Anthony Richardson. I do too. I, I, my only problem with him is that is he unproven? He had the yeah, least amount of games percent. played, but he has a cannon of an arm. And where have we seen this type of like you know hype before? It's you know when players like uh, like 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 Whedon, you know, you saw him coming out of college. Yeah. He played very yeah, minimal yeah. games. He came in. You'd like he's the next guy. AJ McCarron, you're like he's the next guy. He was not the next guy. Yeah. And I just think that. I think that you know Richardson has a better skill set with his. He can run, he can throw, he can move out of the play. Very mobile, good good sense is what I've seen. But he just doesn't have that X factor of that you know a lot of other quarterbacks have in the league right now right. of being proven in two three years of college or even being like sitting behind a you know a veteran for a couple of years like Jordan Love who's exactly. now coming That's into what it's like you he's need. seen a guy do it. Now he can like, be that guy, maybe. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think he's a franchise guy. I was big on him coming out of Florida. I think for 15 minutes, he had one of the coolest nicknames in football, AR-15. And then all the like gun people got upset, and then he was just AR. Isn't that when, Austin Reeves' nickname, too? Is it? I think it is in L.A. That's yeah. cool, actually. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I love, when he was at, So I remember it was about a year ago, college football week one, Florida played. I want to say, It might have been a rematch of this year's Florida-Utah. It was like a big... Um, I know that Utah is not SEC, but it was like a big SEC showdown game on a Saturday night. I was staying in a hotel with my girlfriend. We were just about to come back to Boston, and I was watching Anthony Richardson. I was like, "This kid's gonna win the Heisman." He was unbelievable. They like the they were all doing like the Gator Chop. He, he was still called AR15 back then, um, and he was awesome. And uh, ever since then, I've kind of like followed his story a little bit. Yep. Um, and yeah, I've heard. You know, he's, he got named a team captain. Yeah. And I don't know the last time that a rookie quarterback who wasn't even slated to be the starter coming into camp right. was named a team captain. Um, hearing a lot of great stories about him, like how the team like went out to dinner or like they had like a like a, a event great or something. Building, you know? Yeah. But um, my, my thing is, you know, like, you look at a lot of great quarterbacks in the league, like, like Patrick Mahomes, he sat behind Alex Smith. Yeah, um, and I've, I've always been big Bledsoe, on like you need you know? to kind like, of get that experience. You need like even if it's like just for one year. Just something yeah, so you can see that. a guy who's, you know, 5, 6, 10, 15 years in the league, who's, you know, played everywhere, seen all the teams, you know, really played within the system, seen a guy do it, and then be like, okay, now it's my turn. I've seen someone else can do it. Now I can do it. I think throwing Anthony Richardson into the fire, like we've seen the Texans do with their carousel of quarterbacks before Deshaun Watson, terrible idea. Yeah. Like, you're, you're just going to throw a guy who just came out of college. He's 23 right into the system go good luck out there have fun right you know like throw some guy out there is like even if you just picked up like if you kept like um like carson wentz or someone like just someone you can see the first four weeks of the season play just to get that like little bit of like oh so that's how it's gonna go yeah that's the reads that's how fast the game moves he's only played preseason against third and second stringers yeah and he's (laughs) played college for 11 games right I, i just think there's a lot i can't buy into the hype of him right now until this season's done and he has like at least an efficient season no and, and i'm not even i don't even want to go as far as say like i'm buying so i think he can i think he'll have a good individual season sure. I don't, I, like i said i don't think he's a franchise guy i think he's a really talented football player who looks like he's doing all the things right mm-hmm. good leader good mentality good attitude um so and i think that that's a, what a team like the colts needs mind you 
they're a shit show right now. The oh, whole John, yeah. I don't think Jonathan Taylor is going to play I don't at think all. Jar- John Ursa is a terrible owner now. Yep. I don't like him at all. This team, yeah, they've got nothing. They can't trade Jonathan Taylor. Um, and he was their only reason that I would ever consider them to be a good team. Like, that team yeah. is so average now. Like, yeah. it's below average. Oh, yeah. And I don't even want to get into the Jonathan Taylor situation because, like, I have my thoughts on both sides of it. Like, I don't necessarily blame the Colts a thousand percent. Um, I'm I, I'm anti running back, like not anti running back, like as a position in football, like like we should abolish the running back. But like, I think that a lot of I, and Robbie Carpenter will always say this that like the running back is like one of the most replaceable positions in football. Well, it's you really need a guy who can get you four or five yards and a touchdown a game. And yep. and especially in an offense now where it's a West Coast offense where you're going to throw the ball 30, 40 times a game. How many, it's not it's, this isn't like the 60s and 70s we need a guy to get 150 yards a game. Right. It's not that type of NFL anymore. Yeah, and you can find guys who can like pound the ground. I mean, I I look at a lot of teams like who, Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott. Like, yeah. He gets you two, three yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Like every game. Like, and a lot of teams have run through, I think specifically the Patriots, been, you know, we only know this because we're from around here, but like a lot no, of. No, we, we go through running backs. Like, <laughs> we like, go through running backs, and I think a lot of other teams do as well. Like, they don't necessarily have like a career feature back. Two um, years our running back was Sonny Michelle, and he's out of the league now. Right. Then last yeah. year it was Ramondre and Damian Harris, and now Damian Harris is gone. Yeah. Now it's Ramondre and Zeke. And next year, probably. One of them, not both of them. Right, yeah. So it's just – and I, I kind of agree. I think it's kind of an expendable position. Um, so whenever running backs have, like, held out or, like, you know, threatened not to play or haven't shown up to camp, like, I don't know. That kind of rubs me the wrong way. I think way. the guys that make it really different, the ones that are really, really, like – the ones that should get paid, like Chris McCaffrey types where you can catch and run. Like James White for the Patriots for, like, 10 years. He would he could run for four or five yards, but he could also go on, like, a 30-yard go route. Yeah. He could play – you know, slot receiver. Yeah. He could be a fullback. He could be whatever you needed him to be. And that's why I think it's hard when you try to pay someone like, like Saquon Barkley, who's a true runner, where if this was 30 years ago, he's, you know, the greatest player in the NFL. Great, yeah, like, exactly. You yeah. know, so it's, 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 it's an tough. interesting conversation to have. We've talked about it a lot on the podcast. I won't bore everybody to death with my take on it. Cause everybody knows it, but yeah, in a sense, I'm kind of like, you know, meh on Jonathan Taylor's situation, but I don't think the Colts are handling it all that great either. It's just one no. of those things where, you kind of have shitty people on both sides. They could have got a haul for him if they wanted. Yeah, they're to. doing, the, and they're both sides are kind of doing the wrong thing as well. Yep. You know. Um, so anyway, I have the Colts coming in last. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. What's your AFC South looking like? Um, well, I got I got Jags at fourteen and three, but I want to amend that to thirteen and four. I think it's a little high. I, I mean, fourteen is an amazing amount of wins. So, but I think thirteen is doable for the Jaguars as long as they they have a great head coach now. I, I really like. Um, Doug Peterson. Yep. Um, I love I, I love Christian Kirk since he was in Arizona. Um, Zay Jones is a pretty reliable second uh, wide receiver. Then you get Calvin Ridley, who we don't know how he's going to fit in the in the scheme yet, but he's really really good. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I bet on him. No, anyways. Um, and then uh, Evan Ingram discovered he had hands, so that's good. Like <laughs> something he never did in New York. Um, I think the question for me is: Yeah, they have one of the better defensive players. I I forget his name. Um. Uh, it starts with an O. Um, that lineman. They have. Anyways, uh, we'll throw a picture of him on, on screen. So uh, I'll I'll get you the name later. But um, that defense is really suspect. But I think the offense, as we saw last year, can really get them to at least eleven wins this year, if not yeah. more. Um, I got the Texans at five and eleven. Which, hear me out, Texans fans. You guys haven't been good since twenty twenty, 
and you're still not that good. So <laughs> I got you at five eleven, second in the division, still not making the playoffs. I got the Titans at five and eleven. I don't buy into the. I love Derrick Henry, but he can only get them so far, and he is not as young as he was. Yep. And fair. And this isn't that miracle run they had where they beat. Um, the Chiefs in the playoffs that one year with Marcus Mariota. Yeah. It's just, it's not happening again. And I don't think, Ryan Tannehill is the most, is the definition of average quarterback. He's good enough to get you a couple wins and throw 200 yards a game and a touchdown and two picks. That's all he's ever been. And (laughs) since, you know, Miami, that's all he's ever been, like, his ceiling. And then Colts, the dumpster fire of the AFC, I got it at uh, 4-13, and as we talked about. They're pretty bad, and... If that team gets more than like seven wins, I'll buy a Colts jersey. All right, like I'll I don't care. I'll buy a Colts jersey. Like <laughs> I'll wear it for the rest of the podcast after they All win right. seven wins. Fair. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're not. I don't think it's gonna not, happen. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> I think like, I'm safe like to that say that it's close, but I really it's don't think not. It's Unless Jonathan Taylor comes back and is like so much of a difference. Yeah, maker. but he'd have to like want to play for them, right? And that's doesn't. not happening. So yeah, don't hate it. Um, I mean, we both have the Jaguars winning the division. So yeah. And then uh, moving on to the AFC East. Um, the uh, AFC East. <laughs> I think it's going to be the best division in football. Yeah, I, I, I think so based on the records I have picked here. I think it's definitely the best division in football. And I'm not just saying that because the Patriots are in it. I'm not thinking we're going to even get out of the division to the playoffs this year. But, you know, it's a great division. Um, I got the Bills at 13-4. and four. Um, you know, coming off their recent success in the playoffs, you know, first time they've even really yeah. been good in the playoffs in my lifetime. Um, Jets at nine and eight with Aaron Rodgers again, not a bad team. I just think it's a little bit overhyped for a guy who's twenty years in the league. And Garrett Wilson's great, but who's the second guy? Who's <laughs> the third guy? Like, you know, and that backfield they haven't even really figured it out yet. It's Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, but. Who knows how it's going to get split throughout the year? And Brees Hall's still coming off that injury from last year. Yeah. Um, I got Dolphins at 8-9. and nine. If Tua can stay healthy, I would pick more wins. But, I mean, who knows? Like, I think 8-9 is right. conservative. I think they could end up being the second-best team in this division. But I don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't bet on Tua's health. Like, he got hurt too much last year that if he gets hurt again, he might just end it. Like, his career might be over. Like, yep. And then I got my beloved Patriots at eight and nine. Not a bad year, but you know, I, I just Mac Jones is fine. We got a better offensive coordinator in Bill O'Brien because Matt Pritchard was never an offensive coordinator. I don't know what Bill was cooking. Yep. But um, I again, who's he going to throw the ball to? Like it's Juju <laughs> Smith-Schuster, and then who? Like right. <laughs> so, that's how I got. That's how I got yeah, it. My, mine's going to sound a lot more Homer than yours, but. Yeah, whatever. whatever. I mean, I love the Pats. I'd love to see them make the playoffs, but I don't yeah. think they're going to. Like, they're definitely right. not winning this one. <laughs> My AFC East predictions. Coming in first, no surprise here. Bills 12, 12 and 5. Yeah. 12 and 5. I think it's I think it's going to be a I guess that's a bit of a down year for them. Um Any year they make the playoffs is a year good year for them. It's a good year for them. I think they're the they're the most complete team in the AFC East and I also think they're the hardest to beat, especially, especially in, in Buffalo. Buffalo. Well, let's see the Bengals, but, you know, anyways. Like. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I've got the I've got the Bills coming in first in the division. Second in the AFC East, this is where we get a little bit homer. I've got the Pats coming in second in the AFC I'm East. I'm not mad at that because I've only got them broken down by one win. Like, right. I'm not and mad at that. I do this for two reasons. One, 
when you go through the schedule week by week, it kind of surprised me how many games I initially had the Patriots winning. Like the way that I kind of did my record predictions was just kind of, I didn't look at what records I had. Like the way that the website works is like as you pick them, you yeah, see yeah, how yeah. the records update. I didn't look at those as I was going. I was just picking I didn't, I didn't who know I you think. Do that, like. Yeah, I was just who I could who you know pick 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 pick. And the Patriots were like well over ten wins. I was like, oh my god, really? And then I went back and then I kind of adjusted it. Yeah. Like, all right, well, you're like, well, they're not they're not going to be seventeen and zero. So <laughs> right, well, um, never again. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got them at eleven and six. That is maybe a little bit. Overrating. Them. I don't mind that though. Like I, again, this division is really good. It's just who's going to be able to beat the rest of the teams in the division. When I th- when I think about the Patriots in 2023, I think 10 and seven. When I did the record thing, I had them a little bit higher. And then when I think about like the Patriots as like a fan, I think like seven wins. Yep. So I kind of met somewhere in the middle there, and yeah, I did I 11 and that. six. Realistically, I think ten and seven is more accurate. But I'd already did the predictions. I wasn't going to change everything I think around. Ten and seven is enough for them to be competitive to make it to the playoffs. I mean, they'll probably get crushed in the playoffs. Yeah, but you know, it'd be nice to see them back again. I am actually, you know, when I think about it, I'm I I feel like this team has a little bit of like twenty twenty one in them. When I forget what our final record was, was it eleven and six in twenty twenty one? I think it was ten and seven. Ten and seven. We I, lost I, to the Bills in the first yeah. round of playoffs, but. Remember, we beat the Bills in Buffalo that year in yeah, that crazy did. wind game. We yeah. won a lot of games that we shouldn't have. Um, and I think we went on like a seven or eight game tear after starting the season. Well, remember we beat the – we we did we – the game after we either beat or lost – the game we played the Colts. After that, we became like a different team and we won like a bunch of games. Yeah, I mean, I remember I was at Brady's – um, homecoming game when we played the Bucks, um, and Nick it, Folk missed that Nick kick. Nick Folk misses the kick, I and mean, I think we went to one and three after that. Yeah, um, that was week four. Um, so yeah, we were we one and three, and then yeah. we went on a bit of a tear after that. Right. Um, I remember we beat the Chargers because I was home and I was driving back to the airport to fly back down to North Carolina. I was wa- uh, listening to the game. That was the year we beat the Jaguars, like fifty to three. Yes, we yeah. smoked the Jaguars. Yeah. And we went on this tear. It was like week in, week out, and then we beat the Bills in Buffalo. And then it was like, oh shit, this team might be like going back might to the be Super okay, Bowl. Yeah, yeah, because at the that NFL point, not handle that. We'd like, like had the Chiefs number at that point in the playoffs. Like we'd just beaten the Bills on the road. Like for a, for a little moment in time, it looked like we might. Like, we were back. Like, we were back. Like, and I feel like that's going to be the Patriots again this year. I feel like they might snap off some huge wins, and we're going to be like, oh my god, they're back. I think next year might be their year. I don't think I don't think this is their year to like do anything, but I feel no, like this but... is the year that they're gonna like be competitive. Definitely better than last year. I think that they're gonna eliminate a lot of mistakes they made last year. Um, I mean, if you look at what did they finish eight and nine last year, seven and ten? I think it was eight and nine last year. Eight yeah, because they just missed having a five hundred season because they lost the Bills the post Demar Hamlin game. Right. Yeah, and I can count numerous occasions last season where we really should have won games. Raiders. Raiders. Bengals on Christmas Eve day, Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football are the ones that are crushed, jumping out yeah. at me right now. Those, I mean, the the Bengals game was the um, was it Damian Harris fumbled or Ramondre Stevenson? One of them fumbled on the one yard Ramondre. line. Yeah, it was about to be a game winning touchdown, and he fumbled on the one yard line. Yeah. Um, the Bears on Monday Night Football, the Bears were a horrible team, and we lost it. That was the game we that they like forty eight. They started Mac, and then the whole stadium zappy. was chanting Zappy. That ball hit that wire in. though. 
Yep, yeah, it did, yeah, yeah. and that was like a whole thing. It was like you know they should have reviewed but that, but they also should have won that game. Oh yeah, no matter who was oh, starting, the Vikings oh, on yeah. Thanksgiving night, right? They should have beat the Vikings to, uh, and right then and there, you go ab- above ten wins. Yeah. Uh, so I think if you can erase some stupid games like that, also not to throw that out there, we did lose to the Bills that post our Hamlin game, but up to the third quarter, we were like in a close battle with them. Yeah, I mean, whoever, yeah, we were end. just in his, I mean, we were going to, whoever played against the Bills that game was going to lose. Oh, 100%. It just happened to be us. Of course they do the kick return. Like, of course, you know, it's just, ha- it just, yeah, twice. twice. It just happened to be us. Um, but, yeah, so I feel like, I really just feel like the Patriots can hone in on, like, eliminating mistakes like they did last year. Easily 10 wins. So I got them 11 and 6, um, and that's enough to make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I don't. Again, I don't mind that. I just think that they they're they're having they're gonna have an interesting year either way. Definitely, so, and this is gonna be an inter- interesting division. It'll be fun to watch as a fan and also hurt, but it'll be okay. Like <laughs> um, in third, missing the playoffs, I've got the Dolphins going ten and seven. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I've never bought into the Dolphins hype. I still don't like you. I don't buy into the Tua hype. I don't think that they got all that much better. Everybody, I have seen a lot of people saying they're gonna win the AFC East. And again, I think Tyreek Hill is really good. But Jalen Waddle hit a ceiling last year, and I yeah, those guys he... also aren't game changers for me. They're, They're very good wide receivers. They but are. I think it's not like you could put them with any quarterback and they make the quarterback better. I think that no. Tua is he's fine. He's average. He's fine. Yeah, he can he can hit those guys on the hands. Sure. I don't think the Dolphins are gonna win the AFC East. No, I don't think I don't ten think and so. seven actually seems like a good year for the Dolphins. Um, but that something will to build on. something to build on. But because of tie breaks, that would, in my scenario, have them missing the playoffs. Also, um, who's running the ball for them? Who's their running back? Uh, didn't they just get someone like halfway decent? No, no is it to, still like Miles Gaskin, or, or is he I, not even on? I think the, it's Jeff Wilson Senior or Junior. Oh, from the Niners, yeah, like way back when. I think. Or so. is it Raheem Most? Nope, he's still in San Francisco. He is. Yeah. Okay. He was. They dealt Jeff. The Dolphins always have weird um, running backs. Remember they had Jay. Yeah, Jay. We were just talking about him today. Jay. Jay. He's crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, not big on the Dolphins. I'll put him at ten and seven. Again, that's a good season for them. Yeah, and I don't hate that. In fourth, I think the most overrated team in the NFL. I'm going the Jets. J E T S. They're yeah. so over. I don't know. Aaron, <laughs> you think Aaron Rodgers is going to turn this entire franchise around? Fuck no. I've got him going nine and eight. I think that they will struggle in the division. I think that they have a lighter schedule, so that's how they're going to get to but, nine but as wins. We said with the as we said, it's Garrett Wilson, and then who? Right. It's like he can only get so far. Yeah, Dalvin Cook will be a difference maker in New York, but I, I, look, let's not forget, this was a seven-win team last year without Aaron Rodgers, right? Yep. You add Aaron Rodgers to the equation, now everybody is saying, oh, well, they won seven games without him. I hear people saying, like, 12 wins this year. Yeah, well, I'm like, what are we talking about? You asked about? the question, like, you know, you won seven games without him. How many are you going to win with him? Didn't Aaron Rodgers lead a much better Packers team to an eight-win season just last year? Yeah. A much better Packers oh, team. Oh, yeah. A yeah. much better Packers team. Jair Alexander is, is really, really good. The... But, best running back tandem in the league. Uh, yeah, Aaron Jones. Some and, um, of the best young wide receivers yeah. in the league. Christian Watson is go- is primed for Alan Lazard, year. real good. They brought back um, Randall, Cobb. Randall Cobb. And they also have um, Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, 
that's not it. Like that to me, that was a much better team than the Jets, and Aaron Rodgers couldn't even get, get them to the I playoffs. I get Rodgers wanting to leave. I get it. You know, he's been there for. It like, was a long time coming. Yeah. Too. I feel like every off season there was like buzz years, about it. He's been wanting out of there since like you know since pretty much since he won that World Series or the World Series Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. He's been ready to be like move on from them. They finally let him go. Right. And I'm interested to see how their season goes. You know, as a as a Pats fan and as a football fan, I just don't see it. I don't see it this year for I them. Agree. I, I don't see them having any different I, maybe one more two more wins but yeah nah. um, alright so that's my AFC East let's speed through the NFC because no one gives a shit about the well, NFC we, well yeah I mean, <laughs> the NFC is just better anyways but <laughs> yeah the NFC is just better and you know whatever I like to get to the picks so NFC East this is my four I've got Eagles in first at 13 and 4 yep Cowboys in second at ten and seven. Yeah. Giants in third at ten and seven. Yep. And the Commanders in fourth with the tied for the worst record in the NFL at three and fourteen. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate that at all. <laughs> I, got, I got Cowboys. I got Eagles at fifteen and two, coming off that Super Bowl loss. I mean, I think they're hungry for another one. They let a lot of guys go though, so yep. Fifteen two feels all right. Uh, I got Cowboys at thirteen and four. I got um, Giants at six and eleven. I just don't buy into all the Giants hype like the Jets. And then I got Commanders at four and thirteen. I actually really like the Commanders this year, just as like a yeah, fun. Yeah, I can't team. say the same. <laughs> no, I love Sam Howell. Like I like the way I like the way he's looked in preseason. Yeah, I just I don't think they don't do much for me. They really don't. No, no, no. It's it's one of those teams where it's like they. Yeah, I like Sam Howell. He looks great in postseason in college. I don't think he's QB one. Like I don't think he's either. But I think on this team, yeah, because yeah. you don't have. Another I, I miss one. Taylor Heineke. I'm not gonna lie. Like, oh, he was electric. He was electric in that playoff a spark game. plug. A oh, spark yeah. plug. He was yeah. that guy you could turn to and always get, like, energy from. Where is he now? New Orleans? I don't even know he's in the league. No, he is. I looked this up the other day. He's, like, a backup for, like, a random Let me team. Take a look. Oh, I think it's Green Bay. Is it Green Bay? Let me take a look. Yeah, I'm going to need to know because I just looked this up the other day, and I was like, oh, he's there now? Taylor. Unless I'm just, like, off. Taylor Heineke. Oh, he's Atlanta. Uh, that's what it was. backup in Atlanta. Yeah, that's so, right. So, <laughs> still in the NFC. Um, yeah, I was I thinking mean, NFC South. That's why I, I don't hate to, that yeah. for him because, I mean, I like the, I, I like the Atlanta um, Desmond, I like Desmond Ritter, but I don't know how good he's going to be. Again, unproven. Could have a good year for him. I was a Marcus Mariota guy last year. I like Marcus Mariota. I thought he was too. much better than that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was the best, like, Lions chance for that team. Yeah, the Lions, for anyone who's curious, well, I guess you all will know tomorrow the Lions just went, like, three and out. Yeah, in the first drive of the game. Yeah, we, we just turned, ooh. <laughs> Stop back there, though. Anyway, um, so moving yeah. on, um, let's move to the uh, South. I mean, the worst division in football. This will this will be the worst division in football. Yeah, um, by a mile. Like, yeah. So what's your what's, what's your one through four here? I got um, Saints at ten and seven. I like Derek Carr. I like the trade they made. I like the team. Um, I got Panthers five and twelve. Falcons five and twelve. And then it's over Buccaneers fans two and fifteen. It's it that is my worst division in football. Worst that's, league record. Everything. That's wild. Um, I give you credit for giving the Saints credit because I'm not. No. Um, yeah, I think they're going to win the division, but I think this is going to be the worst division in football. Derek Carr is kind of like a Disney quarterback to me, where I think that he a little bit Russell Wilson in him, yeah. where he's really talented and really good, but like is trying to like be too much of a football guy. Yeah. Like he wants to prove to people that he's like tough as shit. He wants to prove to people that he can take a hit and keep going. Yeah. I just, he's not, 
you're a quarterback, dude. You're not a lineman. You're not a running back. Weird. <laughs> he's I don't a, know. I judge a lot of teams based on how their players look. That's, His that's eyes also are a weird. They're like built upside team. down. That's a weirdly <laughs> built team. Like that team oh, yeah. is weird. Like, and I've it, for some reason I've always been big on the Saints. Like going back to like when we first started um, TBR. Like I just I always was high on the Saints, and I think they're gonna. And I would be happy to see them win the division, which I'm projecting that they will. Right. Um, but I have them winning it at eight and nine. Okay. I think this is going to be a little bit like NFC Beast from 2020, where like the winner is like five and twelve. Yeah, or, you know, like yeah, what? Like, yeah, I just yeah. don't think it's gonna. I think the 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 it's gonna be like who can suck the least. Yeah. Um, and I who think can the, win the most division games? Right. And exactly. That's be and it. so I have the Saints tied at eight and nine, coming in second, tied with the Saints, but missing out on the playoffs because of How tie breaks. Just because of tie breaks. Right. Tampa Bay at eight Ooh. and nine. I actually look. I'm a Baker Mayfield guy. I, I get it. I don't think that losing Tom Brady is the end-all, be-all for this team. Do I think they're going to make the playoffs? No. Do I think they're going to you know, lose a lot of games you know, in a sloppy fashion? Yes. Do I think it's going to be a bit of a mess? Yeah. Maybe they bench Baker Mayfield at some point during the season. Yes. But I can't sit here and with a straight look on my face and say that they're going to win two games. Right, right. I'm sorry. Okay. I can't. Yeah. I, I, I'm just objectively speaking. I think they get eight, and I don't like the Buccaneers. I, I really like their, don't. I like their receiving core. Again, though, where on defense are they going to get these games from? Yep. It's like you know you're gonna again. You could win a lot in your division, but outside the division, like you said, whoever doesn't isn't the whoever's the best in the division is going to be like. Yeah, and I think it. this team's kind of like criminally slept on. Like, let's not forget Baker Mayfield, first overall pick. He fucking turned the Cleveland Browns upside down. <laughs> Like, on his own. Like, let's just be real. That team went from 0-1-15, right? Did they, they didn't go 0-16, did they? Uh, they went they went 0-16 the year before they drafted. Did they? Okay. Yeah. So they went from 0-16 to probably should have upset the Chiefs in the playoffs in 2021 if it wasn't for that stupid fumble. Chad Henney, baby. Fumble out of the end zone rule. Yeah. Um, that's a touchback. The, the Browns should have won that game. Um, and that, to me, was 100% Baker Mayfield. So, um, yeah, I think he's motivated after kind of losing his place a little bit in Cleveland and then going to Carolina and, you know, not yeah, finding his place the there. Place. Yeah. Um, Which I didn't mind the fit in Carolina for him. Like, yeah, it, it just it, didn't work out. Right, I was going to say, it just didn't feel right to me. Like, I didn't hate. Like, like at that point thought, in time. When I first put him there, I was like, I'm okay I was going to say, it was, he had nowhere else to go. I was like, you know what, that makes sense. Um, yeah. And I'm glad that he got a starting job, at least for like a day. <laughs> Um, but I think that he has a real opportunity in Tampa Bay. Eight and nine, I think it's I think it's very much in the cards for this team. As of right now, the Bengals just agree with Joe Burrow on a five year, two hundred and seventy five million dollar extension with two nine. I wish guaranteed. I cared. I really do. I don't. That's crazy. I'm not like I'm not like a contract like guy. But that's crazy. No, that's a lot of money and like good for him. Like that's I wish so I had much that much money. money. Like I've never been a contract anyways, guy. Continue yeah. with your NFC <laughs> South. Um. And then in third, I've got the Panthers going five and twelve, and in fourth, I've got the Falcons going five and twelve. That'll we be both of them going five and twelve. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that'll yeah. be that'll be a crapshoot for like who again? Who's like you can could, suck you least. could pick honestly? You could almost pick anyone out of the division to win that division. Yeah. Like if you really wanted to, you could pick a name. And be like, no, maybe. Like I wouldn't be shocked if like the Panthers or the Falcons won it either. I really think this is giving me shades of the NFC East from three years ago. Yeah, 
It's just going to be so bad, whoever but it's going to be fun. Yeah, whoever the best worst team is. No, and you know what play. that makes for? A really fun week 17 and 18. Oh, yeah. Like when, when you they get really divisional get down games. The because, like, for the most part, divisional games don't matter for teams that have locked in number one seeds or have locked in a playoff spot. But when you're in a division where every team is well below 500 and um, you're all playing each other to end the season, like, that could be fun. And yeah. I hope that's the case with the NFC. Side. Yeah, yeah. And in, I think in my little, like, hypothetical like season like simulator i had the saints beating the bucks to overtake the one seed to like make okay. the playoffs yeah, yeah that would yeah. be like a wild to go eight that'd and be nine a fun, that'd be a fun one like, yeah that'd be a fun week 18 <laughs> yeah so um, yeah that's my nfc self nfc north yeah let's do it all right so i got the um i got the lions winning uh going 12 and 5 making the playoffs which i love dan campbell i love the lions i like everything they're doing great culture love to see him make the playoffs uh, Vikings eleven and six, also making the playoffs. Bears ten and seven, missing the playoffs, but going ten and seven. And then Packers. I like Jordan Love, but he needs time. Seven and ten. Okay. Um, I've got the Vikings winning the division at eleven and six. Okay. Um, I really think that the opportunity is there for them. Like you and I kind of talked about this. Like I know that they won the division last that year. That window's but, closing though. Yeah. And just, you spent so many years under the Aaron Rodgers regime. And now um, he's gone. And now he's gone and your division is wide open. Like, and, and like you said, this is a Kirk cousins, prove yourself here. This Maybe is a Justin Jefferson, prove yourself yeah. here. Um, we know you can do it in the regular season. Can you do it in the playoffs? Like, correct. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I think eleven wins for this Vikings team is very much realistic, and I think eleven wins wins you this division. Uh, coming in second, I've got the Lions at nine and eight. Okay, yeah, I'm big on the Lions. Not big enough to say that they're going to be like a ten plus win team. They won some pretty big games last year. They pulled off some pretty big upsets. They're a really competitive team. I am a Jared Goff guy. I like Jared. Um, I'm a Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a Dan Campbell guy. Um, I, I like the culture that he's kind of instilled in Detroit, and and I think it is more fun for the league when this team is good, you know. Yeah. Um, so, but again, I just I don't see him winning ten games, so I'll go nine and eight. Um, I still think that they're one of those teams that like has some. I don't want to say they have flaws, but they have like look, look, look at a game like they're playing tonight right, against Kansas City. They have some serious shortcomings that are like really put on display. In games like this. A lot of other teams would capitalize on missing Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. Exactly. And they're not they, – they don't know how to exploit it yet. Yeah, and it's not even that. It's just like you put them on the field. It's kind of like, you know, boys versus men kind of thing. It's like it's like a JV team playing against a varsity team. Well, you Super Bowl like, champion team. Yeah. Super Bowl champion team. But it's like, you know, that JV team is probably really good and they can beat a lot of other JV teams. But when you have to step up to the next level – I just don't think they can compete at that next level I'm not yet. sure if – they might they might win a game in the playoffs. I'm not sure they yeah. make a ton of noise. And I have them making the playoffs. So I do like I. To clarify. Uh, yeah. I just don't know if they – I think they get in either the one or the two seed in that division. But I just don't know if once they get there how efficient they're going to be. Right. And, and that's just an unproven thing. Again, like going back to Anthony Richardson, it's like it's unproven. Yep. You don't really – I mean, we've seen Jared Goff go to the Super Bowl. That was years ago, though. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was what, five years ago now? Gonna be, yeah, going to be five years. Team, this, and that was a way fall, better uh, defense. Winter. And, you know, it, it's tough to see, you know, a guy go from that to this. But yeah, that's the situation he's in. And it's un, he's unproven with this Lions team. He hasn't been in the playoffs with them yet. So yeah. once he gets there, this might not be their, their, their year this year and might not be their year for the Super Bowl in the upcoming years. 
but they're fun, and I like exactly. watching them play. You know, it's and I think they're they're on a, the right trajectory. But for twenty twenty three, I'm not seeing ten wins. But nine and eight, I I think they do sneak into the playoffs. Um, so yeah, and then third, I've got Packers eight and nine, just missing out in the playoffs. Sure. Um, I'm not as big of a Jordan Love hater as most people I don't are. Hate Jordan Love, I just think especially because like, Aaron yeah. Rodgers took this team to eight and nine last year. I think that if he, he can go eight and nine, you can prove that. I think that Jordan yeah. Love can go eight and nine as well with a relatively similar group, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the games that were lost by the Packers last year were actually lost because of Aaron Rodgers, believe it or he not. He made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So I feel like, and Jordan Love, I mean, remember there was conversation about them moving on from Aaron Rodgers and going right to Jordan Love like a few years ago. I mean, I think that kind of started the downfall of like Aaron Rodgers' relationship with the Green Bay Packers yeah. was when the talks. When they drafted him, it basically said to him, we think you're declining. We're getting our future. Yeah. And then he went on to have two MVP caliber years. Right. You know, and that's... Yeah, but I don't think that that's what that was. I'm sure he took it like that. That's what I is, mean. I think he took it that way, you know. Right. Um, but, yeah, I think that they can go 8-9. and nine. Um, They'll miss the playoffs at 8-9. and nine. And then I've got the Bears going 7-10. and 10. I think outside of Justin Fields, this Bears team is just kind of... Oh, it's kinda, terrible. But, right. And 7-10, and 10 I think, is generous. But I'll give them 7. Yeah, so, sure. that's That's my NFC uh, cool. North. Um, AFC West, you want to go first? Yeah. Um, it's my NFC West. 49ers coming in first at 12-5. and five. Yep. Um, I'm a little skeptical about the quarterback situation. I like Brock Purdy. Love him. Um, Love him. I think he's, the, you know, again, fun to watch. Great story. Great guy. Only making sub-million dollars this year and on a team that's the highest paid team in the league. Yep. And he is proven that he's good enough to be with the best of them and hang with the best of them. If he doesn't get hurt in the, in the NFC Championship game, do they go to the Super Bowl? It's a chance because that's uh, a very there's a very good chance they do. Yeah, it's you know I mean if he if he had had like a minor injury he probably would have played through it. You can't play through a UCL tear, right? Like, no, he, especially in your throwing arm. You know yeah. what I mean? There's nothing you can do about that. This year though, with a full 17, uh, 17 game season with him under center, they want ten games with him. You know, and that's 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 huge. Yeah, but can they replicate that same success, or was he just you know like a one hit wonder? Yeah, I guess my only – and I don't know that he's – look, I think he's your best option for QB1 right now. Yes, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, the, I love the guy. The like, move on from Trey Lance feels a little premature to me. Yeah. I was shocked when Especially I saw the return. that – Well, when they named Sam Darnold QB2 and then traded Trey Lance. At that least was a practice squad. Like, that was a lot of faith to put in Mr. A, um, irrelevant Mr. Brock irrelevant Purdy. And, and seeing ghosts in the pocket Sam Darnold. It's like yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like I was like, okay, you don't have to start Trey Lance, but like, man, that's like, a. If you're Brock Purdy, you're like, well, shit. Now I have, now to, be, I have to be. Now guy. I have to be the guy. Like, Which I guess that's a good kind of pressure. Maybe you do want to put that on your QB one. If he can handle that, then you prove that he is a good QB one. But yeah. if he can't, no, and, and, and I, I want to just clarify this. I don't think that he won't. I think he's going to have a really good year again, but. I am questioning the decision-making a little bit. Like, what happens if he gets hurt again? What happens if he goes... Is Sam Darnold really your guy? Really? What happens if he's, <laughs> if, he's if Brock Perry's just the QB of the system? You know, I mean, that system's great. Kyle Shanahan's built a what happens great if, team. Yeah, and then let's play devil's advocate. What happens if Dak goes down in Dallas and Trey Lance fucking lights it up? Like, like Cooper Rush looked good in those four games he played, and Trey Lance, I would say, is better than he is. Yeah, and I don't. And, I don't think Trey Lance is. Everyone says he was overrated. He shouldn't have gotten drafted as high as he did. I think he should have. They just didn't use him. 
Yeah. You know, we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation if Brock Purdy didn't exist. It's it's unfortunate that he got hurt when he did because I think he had a lot to prove in San Francisco. And then you had Jimmy Garoppolo, who is a generational average quarterback. He's the get me over guy. Right. And he's fine. I like him when he was in New England. He won a couple rings that he didn't win. He was just on the team. <laughs> and then, you know, he gets hurt. And then Brock Purdy steps up and it has this incredible freshman campaign as the guy as the last pick in the draft and it's a great story yeah and you know if he had won the super bowl it would have been the greatest rookie season quarterback you know story of all time yeah hands down would have rivaled brady for what he came right in and did. it's just you came in and he took over and he became this incredible guy who no one ever seen before and you're like wow that's really cool yeah but it didn't happen and now you're stuck with a guy who was the 262nd pick in the draft and a guy who hasn't been good since his rookie year Right, and yeah. We'll see, you know. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. Um, and now teams will have film on Brock Purdy, and he they didn't have that last year. Yeah. They, with all know, with all that being said, I, I think this is, this is a damn good football team. Oh, 100%. Damn good football team. I think you could pretty much stick almost anyone under like, that underneath center, and they'd probably get over 10. Yeah, points. especially in this division. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I got him going 12-5. and five. Again, that, it's, you know, that is what it is. Sure. Um, second, I've got Seahawks at 9-8. and eight. Um, I was big on the Seahawks last year. Big Geno guy. Um, nine and eight, I've got them missing the playoffs just due to tie breaks. Um, I have the Lions making it over them. But I think the Seahawks can win some big games. I think that they can compete. Um, they made the playoffs last year, right, sure. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and they uh, got bodied by the Niners. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, not like a horrible team there in Seattle. Um, no, I like Geno Smith's year last year. He looked really good. Yeah, so nine and, nine and eight would be – yeah, I think that's – comfortably like where i'd put them you know middle yeah, of the sure. back. uh cardinals i've got seven and ten kyler murray's not playing at least the first couple weeks i've heard yeah and even um, when he did play last year he looked terrible right he looked terrible um i think that he alone can win them seven games when he comes back sure um especially if you look at their schedule in the second half like i think those th- those are some like quintessential like kyler goes off like randomly games yeah. um I would have had them worse solely based on the new coach. I don't like him. Did you watch that like really cringy clip from Hard Knocks? Which, I think it was from Hard Knocks. Which one? Oh, the speech he gave. Yes. Did anyone anyone drive here today? And like no one responded. Oh, was loud. Did anyone take the bus here today? Anyone take the bus? And he goes, "Feel that? Feel that fire?" <laughs> he just looks at the world like, "You feel that fire in your bellies?" It's like, what? Is, okay. Like, I like how they cut to the players and they all like just yeah. Like, they're all like looking at you like this. Like, you can tell when a coach does not have the pulse of the team. And you're this like, guy, you're like, this is our guy. This like, guy doesn't. It, honestly, I liked Cliff Kingsbury too. Cliff Kingsbury had like at least like energy. You know what I mean? Well, he I think people are forgetting presence. that the year before last, he took them took them to the playoffs. He took them to the playoffs and had a good like a really good record. Yeah, like, they had a good year. And this guy the, is um, just like Cliff Kingsbury with smoother skin. That was the D Hop um, um, miracle. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hail Mary year. Yeah. Hail Murray. Hail. That's it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Fantasy owners went crazy about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember watching that live. That was um, nuts. Then you, you got Rams last place, I assume. Yeah, I got Rams in last at seven and ten, tied with the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are always good for a uh, win over the Rams, so that's why I have them in third place. But sure. Again, doesn't matter. These two teams will be at the bottom of the division. The Rams, to me. You got no Cooper Cup to start the season. Sean McVay, I like as a coach, but I also, again, kind of like question the decision making a little bit. I think they went all in for the Super Bowl win, and it's like, now what? You know? Now they're stuck. Well, yeah. they're such an old team. Like, did you see that thing about um, Matthew Stafford's wife as a podcast? 
and she was talking about how yeah he couldn't connect with any of yeah his he's like having trouble connecting with the wide receivers like well that's good that's exactly what you want right. to hear from QB one the thing is he's, he's like oh, I can't talk to anyone on the team because they're all on their phones it's like well oh, the oh, team Lamar chemistry Lamar from the touchdown. Lions just scored yeah that's um, huge. yeah but you hear that and you're like oh man the team chemistry for the Lions or for down, the, for like, the uh, Rams is through the fucking roof right now please. Um, so yeah, I, I just I think it's going to be another uh, tough you year. Always lying. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I think it's yeah. going to be a tough year for the Rams, honestly. Yeah. So I got them at seven and ten, um, bottom of the division. How I, about you? I got Niners again at twelve and five, like you. I think the Niners have a really good year. I mean, I I really like Brock Purdy. I I agree with a lot of the hype because he was so good last year. But again, you know, sophomore year, you never know. So that's why I'm twelve and five, not top yeah. of the division, but good. Um, I got Seahawks eleven and six. As long as Geno Smith can play like he did last year, they'll be eleven and six. Yeah. Um, I got Rams at three and fourteen. Yeah, I got them terrible. That's bad. And then I got <laughs> Cardinals at one and sixteen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the Cardinals will be that bad. Oh my god. Uh, they, okay, one and sixteen. You think Marquise Brown's your number one receiver? Yeah. Okay. Name one more guy. No, okay. <laughs> name, name name one dude in that defense that JJ Watt's gone. Does Christian Kirk still play for them? No, no, no he's no, oh he's, he's Jacksonville. Jaguar. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> my guy Jaguars. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. got me so many fantasy wins last year. Anyways, yeah. um, and even when Kyler Murray does come back, he has no O line. He has James Conner, who's your running back. Who's he's fine, but he's a not even a top twenty running back. Yeah, and then you've got Marquise Brown, who's not a top twenty receiver. And then I, Buda Baker's on defense, but he can't play all 11 positions. You know, it's like, and again, the NFC, when you look at the Cardinal schedule, they have a tough schedule because they got to play the Niners, Seahawks, and Rams tr- tr- twice each. Yeah. They got to play the, I think they got to play the Niners three times, I think. And then they got to play one of those teams three times. Yeah. And then they got to play the Cowboys Eagles division, like that whole division. And then they've also got to play the entire AFC North division. That's going to be a tough schedule for the Cardinals this year. Yeah. And I, I I don't see them getting more than five wins. I think that's their ceiling. And especially with Josh Dobbs as their quarterback. I, who? Like, it's, yeah. you know, it's like until Kyler Murray comes back and shows us that he can play quarterback again, they're going to have a tough year. And no, I agree that it's going to be a tough year. One in 16 is harsh. Um, Maybe but, a little hey. too harsh. I, I just don't like the Cardinals. Like, <laughs> Fair enough. I don't like him either. I don't like this new coach. But um, I don't like anything about their. But team. I do like Kyler. That's the one thing I do like. Is I like. Kyler. I don't like Kyler Murray. Yeah, I think he's a. I think he's just better than a lot of people say he is. I think he's just like a like a worse version of Lamar Jackson. He can't yeah. run as much. And he no, can't you know throw what? I just far. I disagree. I think he's a better version of Lamar Jackson. I think he can throw better than Lamar can. Yeah. I think he see. I think he reads the pocket better. And he can scan the field better. Like, I think he's a more true quarterback sure. than Lamar. I think Lamar is, like, a better p- overall player. Um, they both have very similar styles. Kyler's kind of downfall is just he's a little too short, you know? I don't even know if that has to do anything to do with it. I think the scheme he plays in is not Well, he gets, a lot of, he gets a lot of passes batted down. It's kind of like true. Russell Wilson, you know? That's and Drew Brees true. kind of had a similar situation. Doug so. Flutie. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's that's pretty much it then, yeah? I mean, it's... Yeah. it's that's picks. I mean, that's uh, that's season prediction. Yeah, season I'm predictions. Kidding. And what's going to be nice is like when we come back at the end of the uh, and look it and the season. Yeah, I mean that's just, yeah, and especially the best when part of it though. Yes, like, the best part of it, especially when playoffs come around too. Like that's yeah. when you know see who we had it, like who was right, who was go? wrong. Like yeah, 
I think it's time to, to get into the official week one pick'em. Pick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start Thursday night football. Opening kickoff, Chiefs and Lions. Um, I don't need to spend too much time on this game. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs as well. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, even before I started watching this game, you know, with everything going on. And so, by the way, I don't know what's going on in the game. Yeah. The camera is blocking the Where score. We can only see like half the screen right now. It's only the, the game's been on for 10 minutes and I don't know what's. And I don't even yeah. think no matter who scored first would really matter in this game because I still think Chiefs win probably by a touchdown. Yep. Uh, yeah. If that. And I mean, I get that there's. Um, people are skeptical because Kelsey's out because Chris Jones isn't playing. I think that the Chiefs could be without Mahomes, without Kelsey, without Chris Jones, without Pacheco. Insert any offensive or defensive talent that they have that they could be without. Insert uh, you know MVP caliber season here. You know right. what I mean? And like, I I still think they win this game. Yeah, I, they are they're just that good of I a team. I love the Lions, but this is the hardest game they have all year. Yeah, no, like, I mean this is the hardest game that every team has is playing against the Chiefs. You're playing against the defending Super Bowl it's champions. The Chiefs or Eagles. Whoever, whichever one you have in your schedule. I mean, the Pats have both. But whoever you have in your schedule, that's your toughest game of the year. Yeah. You know, it's like. Right. So, um, so yeah, I'm going Chiefs. I yeah, mean, Chiefs not well. too much to it. All right, let's get into Sunday. This is one. This is one that gets fun. Let's start Bengals and Browns. Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> it's Bengals. Wait, it gets fun after this pick. Yeah. Uh, the Bengals. Yeah, we can debate. But it's yeah, I mean, I mean and the, Bengals, the Bengals are going to win this game. I mean, I mean, I, no I think anyone that says otherwise, you should tell you should tell them that they're wrong. It's like, you're yeah, like, I, this is this is always a good divisional rivalry, Bengals and Browns. But I just don't was know. a good divisional rivalry. I think it's still, OK. I don't think the games are necessarily close, but I think that there's always it's like, always fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun to watch. Right. And there's always the fans get into it. Um the players get into it, so yeah, I'll go Bengals. Though I mean, I mean, eleven times out of ten, I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I agree with that. Ravens and Texans. I'm going Ravens over the Texans. Yeah, Ravens. This is again non-debatable. I mean, yeah, this is a yeah. The Texans. The Texans have a lot of proof this year with their rookie players, but this is not the game to prove it in. Yeah, save that for the division games. And like, honestly, like I don't know. I don't want to like you know play devil's advocate. Like I'm a little skeptical. Like I feel like there's gonna be one game here that everyone is just so big on one team and like. And the team that nobody expects to win is going to pull off some crazy ups. That's it always happens week list. one. Like, I don't know. I feel, okay. I, I'm not saying it's going to happen. The Texans, maybe that's it. You know? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. No one is counting on them to have a successful season. I'm not. They, no. I, mean, I don't think they are. Like, <laughs> I'm saying they might just come out week one and win, and then that's it. You yeah. Know? Then, but and then everyone I'm picking will talk the, about it on Center and you Right, know. and we'll talk about it on next week's episode, but like, I can't in good faith pick against the Ravens in this matchup no, especially Lamar coming off a um, again like coming off like a injury last year he's gonna want to be back this year you right know what I mean? exactly so. um let's go Vikings Bucks I think I know which way you're leaning because of your Bucks it's record Vikings. predictions it's, it's the Vikings I, I don't care if this game was in Minnesota or Tampa Bay I'm picking the Vikings you know I actually think it's gonna be a better game than people are expecting but um, yeah, on paper, it's Vikings. Basic eye test, it's Vikings. Uh, my gut says talent Vikings. Wise. Talent-wise, it's Vikings. My gut says Vikings. I'm going to go with Vikings. I'm going Vikings as well. I just can't see them going any other way here. All right, this is where we might split hairs a little bit. Panthers-Falcons. This uh, I feel like these two teams play week one every year. Is In this game, I believe, is in Atlanta. It's always a good game for no reason. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's always a good and shitty game at the same time. It's always like they're missing field goals, but somehow that's keeping the game close and interesting. Right. It's like <laughs> it's always weirdly high scoring because the defense is so bad. Yeah, last year was like what? like th- They went to overtime. It was like 35, <laughs> like 32 yeah, or something yeah, like that. That's what like, I was going to yeah, say. This game like, is 38, 35 written all over it. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going Panthers. I'm going to give them a week one win. Um, I, I, I like Bryce Young. He's a good system quarterback. He, he, Alabama, not necessarily known for their quarterbacks, but, I mean, you look at what he did at, at Alabama, um, and he, good player. Yeah, he's real, fine. Real yeah. good player. Like, I think, it, for me, this boils down to, like, matchup by matchup, like, who has the better and position. I like Carolina's receiving core this year. I like Adam Thielen. I like right. DJ Chark. Yeah. I, I like what they got going on no, there. Good receiving core. And, uh, better quarterback. coach, too. Frank New Wright. coach. Yep, you know? which was very much needed. Oh yeah, what was he <laughs> bringing out of high school? What was he like? A barely a college coach. It was like, Matt Rule? Yeah, right? not a good coach. Who like, is now at Nebraska? E, that sounds right. He's also coaching his son's high school team, so that's something. You know, getting a lot of good experience in there. You know. Yeah, no. Matt Rule, wish you the best. We hope you have a great season. You know, with your high school and college team, but you were never meant to be an NFL coach. Head coach for Nebraska. Yeah, see, that's fine. Good luck in college. That's always. Like, that, I feel like that's always the most embarrassing is to go from NFL back to college. Like uh, it's like you tried Kingsbury, and you like, didn't make it. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> Nick Saban, uh, the <laughs> Michigan coach uh, Harbaugh. Harbaugh, yeah. yeah. Took the granted he granted he took him to a Super Bowl. He didn't but. win the Super Bowl though. Or else it'd probably be his brother back. If down the lights like stayed the- on, maybe he would. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chance. Like. Yeah. Um, no, I feel like that's such an embarrassment. Uh, Chip Kelly did it recently too. Yep, Eagles, that's right. yeah. yeah. I, I, we could go down the list. There's a whole bunch of them. There. I feel like, like that's so embarrassing though. It's like well, it's brutal because you like you're like you're not going taking to the college level. job by choice. Yeah. You're, no, you're being forced to. You lost your unless NFL job. You're playing unless you're like Alabama. Or Tennessee. Even or, then. But Alabama, you're probably going to get paid more than you would as an NFL coach, and that's hilarious. Like, no, yeah, you are. I just feel like that's a bad look as a coach. Like you're supposed to be moving up, not You're supposed not to be back. that guy in the NFL, it's and like, you're not. Do you watch like, The Office at all? Oh, uh, yeah, I do. Okay, so we, we reference The Office all the time on this podcast. Myself and Robbie Carpentier are probably the two biggest Office fans to ever exist on the planet. Okay. Um, we just go back, like, quoting episodes. Yeah. And to me, that move from the NFL to college is like when Andy – calls his dad like late in the off like season eight season nine when they give the manager job to Nelly. To a lower yeah he goes yeah. dad like don't he's like you know don't think of it as a demotion just think of it as a promotion to a lower level yeah but that's what the the nfl head coach right. to college coach is exactly like oh yeah i'm taking this job because like i want to be a head coach in college football it's like dude you lost your job in the nfl like what are you talking right. about <laughs> you're supposed to go you know it's sad when i think about the nebraska corn huskos it's set what are they corn huskers corn huskers Corn Huskers. Yeah. Corn Huskies. With their, with their mascot, um, uh, I forget, but it's something the Husker, which is like a guy. It's like literally a yeah, guy. It's like shucking corn, right? Yeah, you it's a guy who like dresses like a mascot. farmer with a little hat, and he like shucks yeah, No corn. disrespect <laughs> if you like went to Nebraska or you're from there. I, don't, I couldn't even point to Nebraska on a map. It's like that weird one with a little like up cut. In the so is it in the Midwest? It's in the middle of the Midwest. It is the Midwest. It is the Midwest? Like, yeah. Okay. Wouldn't have known that. It was it's a total like the guess. It sounded of like, like it was a Midwest. Midwest. Yeah. Like, but hey, man, all the corn, like all of it, like all the time, like twenty four seven, like all the corn, all of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm going Panthers over Falcons. Uh, oh yeah, no, I'm taking Panthers too. I, Are you I, actually? Yeah. Oh, okay. I I I like the Falcons. I don't have a lot of trust in B. In, um, B. John Robinson. Yeah. Um, coming out, of, we didn't talk about him in the pick'em, but I again unproven and running back rookie years are always tough to predict and he went so high in drafts and like fantasy draft this year that he's i just can't i just couldn't do it i just couldn't pick him that high i couldn't i couldn't look at him it just it wasn't there for me to be like yeah that's the guy you know is that isaiah pacheco no no oh brutal 
Anyways, Chiefs just got a touchdown to a guy with the last name Rice. I don't know his first name. Same. He's yeah. probably a rookie. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, moving on next game. So we're yeah, both taking the Panthers. Um, yeah, we're both taking the Panthers. Um, in a game that actually I think will be like a shootout, but like a bad shootout. Yeah, it'll be one that like, – It always is. The NFC South always produces the most bizarre week one games ever. Not one you want to watch, but one you can't look if, away if from. This game, I don't know if this – is this game in Atlanta or is it in Charlotte? I think it's in – Charlotte. If it's in Atlanta, like especially because they play inside and the lighting in that place is so bizarre. Yep. Well, it's a great stadium. It's in Atlanta. Oh, it is. Okay, so even weirder game. It's gonna the the Falcons are gonna wear their all black jerseys probably. Inside, weird lighting. It's like half the lights are on in the stadium. Yep. Definitely will be a shootout. Definitely will go to overtime. Like you said, some weird missed kicks, all of that. Oh, always. Um, it's a, I'll, I'll guarantee you that there'll be one missed kick in that game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'll give you the Panthers' road victory in week one. Um, Commanders and Cardinals. This is a shitty game um, well, there for are a lot of reasons. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's in Arizona. I don't think Arizona wins. I think Commanders win this one. Yeah, no, Kyler Murray is just going to be tough. Granted, I mean, like I said, I don't think the Commanders have a solid QB one either. But He's no, lost. Kyler Murray yeah. and the Cardinals are to me just a depleted team. So I'll get the Commanders in. Like I, I got this one like low scoring shit game. Oh yeah, this is one you're going to like turn on. Like ooh, Commanders. this is like thirteen three. Yeah, I'm feeling like I got twenty. To seven, like the commit, yeah, like the commanders are gonna win, but we're gonna sit here next week and be like, be both like they, teams they, looked horrible. They should have won by more, or that was the one of the worst games I ever watched, just because of just. Oh yeah, I, I'm gonna take the latter there. Yeah. I, we're gonna sit here next week and be like, man, that, my eyes were bleeding during the third quarter I'd, of that. I'd rather watch paint dry, like that. Yeah, was bad. honestly. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, but I'm taking the commanders over yeah, the Cardinals. Commanders well. In one of bad. the th- one of the three wins that I'm giving the commanders in 2023. Yeah. Enjoy it, Washington. That's this one of is the your four one. I'm giving them. Ooh, <laughs> look out! Like, um, all right, next Jaguars Colts. It's Jaguars for me. Yes, Jaguars. Yeah. Again, same reasoning. Colts are just eh, and Jaguars are good. Yeah, and I think I mentioned this on the podcast last year. I used to have a curse put on the Jaguars. Oh um, yeah? yeah, 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 big time. Um, we posted, I think it was our tier ranking, that one that we got a lot of shit on. Yeah. And a Jaguars fan page, like, like, call, like was going after us because the, it was the year that, like, before, I think it was two years, yeah, it was two years ago, so it was the year before they were good. And so I was like, oh, the Jaguars are going to win, like, four or five games. And I think they did win, like, maybe they won six. Yeah. Um, and they but, held you that sixth game, though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, the, you know, the, the preseason predictions, this Jaguars fan page was just, like, ripping into us. And, like, would never let it go. Was it the year Trevor Lawrence got drafted? And he was, like... Yeah, it was okay, his rookie yeah, they, year. Yeah, they went, like, like literally four and, like, like yeah. 12 or right. that year. It was terrible. Um, so the season comes, and they were horrible. So every single time they lost, I would tag this fan page on Instagram. And we, like, we put a curse on the Jaguars, basically, and they had a horrible season. The yeah. curse has since been lifted. Oh, yeah. Um, so now I can go back to picking them. Because for a while, I, like, had to pick against them just because just of, like... Just because it was funny. Well, yeah, and yeah. just because of, like, my own, like, merit. I was like, I'm not going to fucking, like, pick for this, this. You know, it made me hate the Jaguars. It was like you'd go into the inbox on this TBR. One page this one guy. Mad. Yeah, and it made me, like, and, like, he accused us of, like, buying followers. 
And I was like, that, that's, that's a, been that been was a big like, one. That's been a thing for like a long time. Like, remember that was a yeah. huge, like what, like sixth grade, like 20, like 14. Yeah, well, like, like, especially back then, it kind of made me laugh because I was like, if I was going to buy followers, why would I buy like only 1,500? Yeah. You know, like wouldn't I like get us to like 10,000 at least? Like if people, and, and actually surprisingly, no one has accused me of buying followers on TikTok. I don't want to make that sound like suspect. Like I think my growth on TikTok. <laughs> what are you hiding, Brendan? Right, no. <laughs> I, and, I, and like I, I swear on my life, like, you know, we'll never resort to that because I really don't ever feel like we need to. Yeah, no, um, it's also it's also just you know it doesn't feel good. You know what I no, mean? it doesn't like, feel like, and that's why I was so glad that like we made it on TikTok with like no promotion, no buying, made it on no your nothing. own. We yeah. made it on our own, and like you could call it an overnight success, but like it was like five years of work up until then that put us in that position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like why I'm proud of it, and like no one is, and I, I was just kind of shocked because it happened so quick. Like we went from having, I think we had a thousand TikTok followers when we made that video to like. 10,000 overnight and but right. no one ever questioned like no one commented like oh like this page bought followers you buy like this you buy that and no one has accused me of cheating and challenges which like happens to a, a lot of other like hockey content creators so like yeah i don't know i guess like our fan base video and no i never cut the, i never cut the I, and, and I, I think it's because i get a lot of my channel i like don't get a lot of them right yeah. <laughs> i think that's probably why people don't call him out they're like oh if he was cheating he'd be a lot smarter than he is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if you're gonna cheat you might as well like get it right you know yeah um, if you're a cheat, you might as well get the best possible dude, and answer. There's, like, there are so many people that do. I mean, oh, I know. Oh, my God. You look at the cuts. It's bad cuts, too. It's like, they'll get the look at the team. Yeah, and like, they'll and like, like, oh, or they hit you cut. with one of like the eye movements where it's like the screen is here, and then they'll look over there, and they're yeah. like, oh, like who was the captain of this team? And then they come back. It's like, okay, please. But it's like the accounts with like... <laughs> nice try, buddy. Like, it's the accounts that like tag me, and they have like 100 followers. It's like, all right, they're not serious about it they're right. just trying to like do their thing which is like that's cool you we'll do, have a whole like... other conversation i want to sound off on the tiktok people because it's fun doing the tiktok stuff but the thing that's a bummer is like i have so much i want to say about all of it like the comments and like the challenges but it's like you can't put all of that in like a, a 30 second tiktok video and you also don't want to tank your page right you know, it's like and i don't want to like spend all day in the comments especially because tiktok only lets you comment like two sentences at a time before you get cut off it's like twitter right. um you it's get like a certain amount of characters so it's like i'm not gonna spend all day like trying to like type out paragraphs to every person on yeah there, you know? but now that we're back podcasting in this capacity it would be nice to kind of like vent a little bit about hey, we TikTok. could do like a 15 20 minute one, one day <laughs> just like a pre to a pick them and oh, de- oh we off. definitely will that's the most fun part about hey, this podcast. a couple weeks from now tune in it'll be it'll be fun I, no i mean yeah next week literally. and like instead of like doing the intros like we did tonight i'll just talk shit about people on tiktok for bring like some, 30 bring minutes handles and stuff like this oh, guy like, <laughs> believe me i have some uh, he's got the receipts <laughs> yeah and i don't like you know whatever uh we'll talk about another day but uh yeah. but yeah no so now i like I can pick the Jaguars again, and I'm going to. So, yeah, Jags over Colts. I'm taking the Jags, too. Again, Colts just, eh. I don't get excited about the Colts. There's nothing about the team's like, yeah, yeah no. Especially without John Taylor, Jonathan Taylor. Fair. Uh, Very fair. What's, what's the next one? I got Niners and Steelers. Um, this one, I would have a little bit of upset watch on. Yeah. It has potential. City. Well, didn't, didn't this happen... Um, Last year, too, the Niners lost to the Bears in Week One, right? If yeah, I'm not, but yeah. that was that crazy rain. The rain game. game. Um, but didn't the like Steelers nuts. also win in Week One? Yeah, they beat the Bengals because the Bengals missed a kick. Remember, yeah, in overtime they miss kick, miss kick, and then they yeah. hit one. So could this could potentially have the makings of an upset? Yeah. That being said. I'd be crazy not to take the Niners here, so I'm oh, going to pick the yeah. Niners over I'm, I'm also taking the Niners just because it's, it's such a... 
They're such a complete team, especially now they have like Nick Bosa back. Yeah. Again, just such a good team. Yep. It's hard to pick against them all year long, and I'm going to struggle when they really have to like play tough games. That'll be a tough pick. Definitely. And we'll see when that time comes. Yeah, that's the other thing is tough in week one is like you don't have much of a sample size. Um, you don't, and I think by week four or five we'll have a better little – I mean, we never really do have a good understanding. We'll have a better understanding. Yeah, that embodies perfectly. Like, every year we have a bad week one record in Pick'em. Like, I remember last year, like, Seth and I had to release, like, statements because of how bad we were. Bro, it went, like, 3-14. and 14. Literally, like, like, it was so bad. And it was, I feel like week one of 2022 was crazy, too. Like, yeah. I remember all these bizarre upsets happening. Yeah, I remember um, that. And, so, like, we had a horrible record after week one. And we just, like, every year on the podcast, we say, like, we get so good by the end of it where it's, like, we'll have undefeated weeks, you yeah. know? I'm still with, like, I, I don't remember the last undefeated week that somebody we got to have one this year, though. We definitely That'd have to cool. have one. Yeah. That would be really cool. Um, and, yeah, it was nice because we had, like, a lot of, like, one or two lost weeks back when everyone was calling us casuals. Because um, then you'd be like, well, look, I – almost perfect it literally like, like like seth did this like he put all of our like our picks for a season the whole season into a google sheet and like literally calculated our like accuracy like rating yeah so like he came up with like an algorithm and like numbers to like prove that we weren't casuals it was the funniest fucking thing mm-hmm. and we did a whole podcast about it like he i like i i like to talk a lot on the podcast i sat back and just let him go for like an hour and he just explained the spreadsheet and it was actually the funniest thing ever hmm. because he was like, you know, he would, we, we did a whole podcast, which is hilarious. We responded to every single comment. I'll get you this video cause it's yeah, on TikTok. We responded to every single comment that called us a casual. And then we pulled up the stats to prove that we weren't. It was awesome. Yeah. So if anyone wants to like, start that again we will be happy hey, to bring prove it, you wrong. End, of, end of season we'll bring it end back. of the season like, week one it's like we're just getting into it and week one i <laughs> i challenge you to do better than what we're doing right good luck throw your picks down in the comments if you can yeah you know pick pick some teams you know if, we, if you think we're gonna be terrible throw it down there like yeah, why not um all right next game saints and titans i'm going saints i'm going saints yeah. yeah i'm not taking the titans again as we said earlier just really mid team. Yeah, and Saints I, are yeah. primed to have a okay year. You know, it's. I I am fully on board for a Derek Carr revenge season oh, too. After to everything that, that happened yeah. in Vegas, especially because of how they like benched him and that hurt. Right. Me. Yeah. Exactly. That hurt my feelings. Um. <laughs> well, and just the way that he went out too. Like I felt like it was just so disrespectful. After like you know he was their franchise guy. That, like and they, they just, told him he was the guy, and then they turned the back on me. Yeah. They're like later. go fucking kick rocks. Yeah. Like. And, so I'd like I, I'm rooting for his success. I agree, and I think he'll have a good week one. I definitely think the Saints can beat the Titans, but you know you never know. It's week hey, one. You never know. Next game: Raiders and Broncos, the two teams that we think are going to have a horrible year. Broncos. You got, yeah, I think just, this, just this because is our they're home. Like, this is our first disagreement. I'm going Raiders. Really? I look at um, quarterbacks. I think right now. I'm not saying all time. I'm saying right now. Jimmy G is a more equipped quarterback. I am not going to say that he's a better quarterback because it, everyone's yeah, going to fucking freak if I, I say that. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I think right now he's a more equipped quarterback. Like I said, I think the Broncos are like a Disney team. Um, and I think the Raiders They're are capable. They're playing with house money, the yeah, Broncos. I think like, the Raiders are capable of winning some games. Um, so I'm just going to take the Raiders. But again, this game sucks. It's a toss-up, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. I, I think um, I, that's, everything you just said is the reason why I'm picking the Broncos. Yeah. I think the Raiders are very average. I don't think they're, you know, they, they're not primed for a good season, and they're not very, 
they're just they're just not that team we thought they were going to be going into the you know last year we thought they were going to be like this you know Derek Carr Devontae Adams connection yeah was going to be a thing and it, it, even you know you get rid of Derek Carr Devontae Adams was great but Jimmy Garoppolo I don't know how much better he's going to be and I think the Broncos are you know they're okay you know they'll, yeah. they'll be all right if they had Jerry Judy I would pick them faster yeah. um, <laughs> but we'll see you know Fair. as long as you know Javante Williams doesn't get hurt you know in the first play of the game again like last year. They should be okay. Like, you know, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Definitely but fair. Doesn't really matter. Both those teams will be trash anyways. Yes. So. That's, I think that's the – that should be the footnote is that it, yeah. in the grand scheme of things, this game won't. No matter who we pick in that game, it doesn't really affect their year. Like. Right. <laughs> Um, all right. Next game, Eagles and Pats. This is the Tom Eagles. Brady uh, return game, which I think is going to be a little bit weird. Yeah. Um, Can you imagine, though, if they, like, open up a roster spot and I think it'd be, like, a retirement game and he runs out the tunnel in full yeah. pads, like, to, like, shipping up to Boston or something. <laughs> Just, like, a wild return. Like, oh, my I, God, that's Brady's music. He comes out of retirement. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just – I don't know how I feel about – I think that – and I heard, like, a lot of people in Boston sports radio, which I'm very anti-Boston sports radio, but – It's so Homer. It's so Homer, it's and so it's so Homer. cringy, like, the stuff that they talk well, about. Well, they try to paint, like, the Patriots as, like, this, like, 17 – and an O team. That's what, and yeah. they're not. Like, I can admit that they're not going to win more than 11 games. They also, like, I feel like they just don't have anything. Like, I don't think they're all that well-informed on sports. Like, I feel like the best thing that they have to talk about is sit around and talk about, like, hypothetical scenarios. Yeah. Like, all the clips I see. In the see, good old days, you know? Right. Like, it's like, oh, would you rather this or that? It's like, okay, who the fuck cares? I, think, I you don't know? care. Uh, I, I, that's cool once in a blue moon on a podcast. But, oh, my God, if we sat here on a podcast and was like, would you rather have this player or this player? I would be ready to stick pencils in Would you my rather ears. have Prime Wes Welker or Julian Edelman? Right. You know, like. it, hey, you know what the good news is? Is who fucking cares? They're no both one. retired. They're right. both Super Bowl yeah. champions. The good, that's <laughs> why I hate like hypotheticals when it like matters. You know, yeah. like on a, like I I'm cool to like sit around with people and be like, oh, like, what, would you rather do this or that? Like, th- that's a fun conversation with your friends, right? Like, I will never torture the listeners with well, us put playing. Who would you, who would you, know you rather? I mean? yeah. Like. Two players who never played at the same time, who played on different teams, who played different positions. Like, I'm not going to debate which one was better. Yeah. You know? Like, please. But that's all that, like, like EEI and 98.5 know how to do. It's like saying, like, would you rather have, like, you know, like, prime Tom Brady or, like, you know... 80s Steve Grogan. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, well, they never like, played together. They can't, like, they can't talk about Brady anymore because he's not here. Right. You know? And that um, was their whole thing. Like, Yeah, and it's like they want thing. to so bad. And it's like they just they can't so it's like all right let's talk about like you know hypothetical scenarios involving joe burrow and mac jones and like, who yeah. would you rather have joe burrow joe or mac burrow, jones and then like, one of them yeah. says mac jones and it's like all right shut the fucking radio yeah. station off anyways moving on <laughs> yeah so it's yeah. like um so yeah this 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 game's gonna be weird i have i'm declining to go to the game because a it's the first week of nfl and i don't want to miss the rest of the games. Right, right. And B, I think the Patriots are going to get fucking shellacked. I mean, um, the, the <laughs> so good that it's like... <laughs> yeah. This is, I mean, I, I, the Eagles are going to be on the like, demon mode this year after losing the Super Bowl. And that team yeah. is so good that it's like... You know, like Jalen Hurts had a taste of that Super yeah. Bowl like, mountaintop. They're going to do everything they can to get back there this year, and they're going to steamroll teams like the Patriots. Yeah, and I'll just yeah, and I'll just be bu- brutally honest: the Patriots are not equipped to beat this Eagles. Team. Not even close. And I love the Pats, and I'm wishing them a good year. And like I said, eleven and six season, they are not game. they are not ready Mm-mm. to compete with the Eagles. The only juice 
that this game has behind it is Brady returning. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to say, oh, he's back in the building. The Pats home crowd. It's going to be electric. Belichick and his girlfriend just broke up, so the man's on demon time. Yeah, no, I'm not buying into it. The yeah, Eagles, no. the Eagles will roll the Patriots this weekend, and if they don't, good. This is a classic like win-win because if the Patriots lose, then we're right, and if we're wrong, the Pats won, and we get to see our team. Win, <laughs> so it's okay, you know. Right. What I mean? like, so yeah, I'm picking the Eagles. I'm with you though. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, then um, Seahawks, Rams, Seahawks, Seahawks. No Rams, Co- just bad. No Cooper Cup. Yeah. No Cooper Cup. They lost Jalen Ramsey. It's it's over. Like, yep. And I actually, you know, I, I like the Seahawks team. I'll go with the Seahawks here. Um, yeah, I like the Seahawks this year, too. I don't have much more to say about that. They got Jackson that. Smith and Jigba back, too. Yep. He's healthy again, so that's nice to see him play. Um, Chargers and Dolphins. We might split hairs here. I'm taking the Chargers. Oh, okay, I, we won. I'm I, taking the Chargers, I, too. I just like Justin Herbert. Look and, at this. Wow. Great like, minds <laughs> thinking alike here in week one. <laughs> and normally, you know, it's like, that South Beach like heat gets to people, but the Chargers are from LA. It's like right. you know, it's just as hot on the West Coast. I mean, it's probably a little bit less. You know, Miami's hot, but yeah, hot that's like their like that's like their like home field advantage. And this is a team that they won't have that home field advantage against. You know, I mean, we saw mm-hmm. we saw the Chargers play Jacksonville last year in LA, and they got steamrolled by Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. But that was indoor. We'll see how the Chargers do outdoor this year in Miami, and we'll see. Yep. We'll, we'll see. So. I'm taking the chart. Yeah, I mean, look, I just think about this game. I think the Chargers are just the better team. Yeah. I, I, I don't have much more of an explanation than that. They've also I mean, got their whole defense healthy, like J.C. Jackson's back. Right. So yeah, like, and like I said, we talked about this, um, and he might have been the one with the quote, actually, that talked about how their defense really matured. I think it might have been it him. might have been him. It, it was either him. him or, like, Derwin James, who is still with the Chargers, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Right? Yeah, number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still with them. Um, it was one of those, one of those kind of – leader captain guys on the chargers um which which you love to see you know right yeah from and, a veteran and, guy yeah know? i don't have much more I, I think justin look i'm big on like quarterback quarterback justin herbert's the better quarterback running back running back austin eckler is incredible is incredible i mean i think you could probably take tyreek hill over keenan allen but then yeah probably taking mike williams i was gonna say core versus core it's close yeah and also who's the dolphins tight end because i know that gerald everett's the chargers but they lost Mike Kosicki to the yeah, pass. Mike um, oh, They had that other guy who also – remember, they ran a two tight end. i got to look it up now because it's going to kill me. Yeah, I have no idea. Did they, they not go out and get a tight, tight end too? No, because the Texans got Dalton Schultz, and I think he was the only big name that got traded. Oh, wow, yeah. They do, Durham Smythe? Durham yeah, I've Smith. never heard of that dude. Tyler Croft is who I was thinking of, but he's number two in the um, – Depth maybe chart. A, maybe he's a rookie or second year. Durham Smith must be. Let's look up who the. Oh no, he's just a classic white guy from Notre Dame. Oh. Six six, um, two forty six. Yeah, that's just a typical tight end build right there. Like. <laughs> yeah. No. So yeah, I mean that's it, like the and like the. This makes me even player. more confident in my Chargers yeah, pick. I'm it's just Chargers. yeah, when you go position by position, I think the Chargers are the better and team. Also, I'll take the Chargers. Great Chargers defense. Great, yeah. Like, great defense. Not so no. much for the Dolphins. No. Got to be honest. No, yeah, so. Jalen anyways, Ramsey gets fucking cooked. He's not he, playing. He's oh, hurt. he's not? He's hurt. All, yeah. the, all the more reason yeah, to pick the Chargers. Playing, yeah, he's out till uh, December. Oh, jeez. Yeah. He's out oh, for a man. while. Oh, wow. That's, that's the last I didn't even know that. Year. That yeah. missed me. He's um, out for a while. 
All right, and then the last game on Sunday. I think this is Sunday Night Football, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Giants and Cowboys, NFC Beast I battle. hate watching this matchup every year. Please <laughs> stop doing it to me. Like, I know, especially I feel like the Cowboys always play Sunday Night Football in week one. I it's know. Ne- it's never against the Giants, but can the Bucks the last Can Roger years. Goodell please stop putting this game on TV? <laughs> please. Like, um, we don't need more Cowboys primetime. Like, yeah. Um, it hurts my eyes. Who are you taking here? Uh, Cowboys. I'm going to go with the Giants. Really? Yeah, I just think that a healthy Saquon, a loaded up Daniel Jones, a Brian Dable who had a successful year last Darren year, Waller. a Darren Waller who I'm a big fan I like of, Waller. Um, and they've got a good uh, receiving core there in New York too. Not bad, okay. right? They yeah, Slayton and Sterling Shepard's still there, right? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. Um, no, no team. Kenny Galladay anymore, but he, to nope. me, was a B receiver at best anyway. Yeah. I think wide receiver three. And I yeah. I think that that team is just a little bit better than a Dak Prescott who's hot and cold with injury and you not injury. You never know what you're getting from. Right. You I just think he's know. Mr. Inconsistent. Tony Pollard will now be in the feature role for the first time in his career. Yep. Um, I'm a big CD Lamb guy. Everybody, CD Lamb, my favorite fucking NFL player. I like CD I Lamb. love him. Going back to my Oklahoma, shout out to Ryan Tarmy, who is a kind of a TBR like personality friend of the program. Um, was a huge Oklahoma guy back when they had CD Lamb and Jalen Hurts was on the revenge tour and they made the college okay. football playoff. The, uh, I think Ramondre was there too. Yep. Um, no, you're right on with that. Yeah. Like the, we were, I have a CD Lamb Oklahoma jersey. Like I'm a huge fan of CD Lamb. Um, I like his. I like his game a lot. He's, I love his game. I think he's. Really he's I think he's a really great talent. But I'm going to give the edge to the Giants here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it might be stupid of me because I really do like this Cowboys team on paper. Um, but that's what it just it is, though. But it's look, on paper. This is a fun podcast. Yeah. All right? I'm going to take a stab on the Giants. And whenever I say I'm going to take a stab on the team, most more likely than not, they're going to get fucking rolled. But that hey, just know, means I'm having know. fun you out never, here. You never know. Um, I'm so, going to take the Giants. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll take Cowboys just – Know, good team on paper and maybe that translates to their finally one yeah. time you know and then know. our final game of week one monday night football an afc east battle bills and jets uh before we kick this one off i just want to say that it's really nice to put two new york teams on the 9-11 game yeah i really like how they they this is the first time i've ever seen them do in, in my life i can remember seeing them do that because like you know they put the giants on night before mm-hmm. then they put the jets bills the next night oh, yeah, i didn't even know that yeah that, that was you know yeah well done by I, the NFL. I, I think the nfl it's i mean you know it, it's a nice tribute to uh tragedy you know it's definitely it's, yeah it's always such a tough day too i remember yeah last year it was the um it was the opening sunday of yeah. uh the nfl season a lot of teams did um, you know, really nice stuff for that. But yeah, yeah, no, that's actually a really good point. I didn't even that didn't even cross my mind yeah. until you just said that. Well, I, I looked at the schedule. I was like, oh, that's it's it's in MetLife. You know, it's yeah. you know, you know, right outside the city. It's mm-hmm. like you know, it's it, it's a nice commemoration um, to a tragic day. Yeah. So definitely. Um, with that said, I'm going to take the Jets. Just whoa. Just on the back of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm taking the Bills. Uh, this to me is a no-brainer. I think the Bills are the better team. I think the Jets have a have one of the top five defenses this year, and I think that you know, week one Josh Allen always kind of struggles to come back into the season. I think that you know, having you know Sauce Gardner downfield is just going to be a tough spot for him to. He, he has so much coverage 
against a team that loves to throw the deep ball. That I'd love to see that matchup play out this year, especially with a better yeah. quarterback than last year. I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I don't see it. Um, I think the Bills are gonna roll them. Actually, um, like you and I talked about, the Bills window is closing very fast. And I know that every that's a big term that's being thrown around right now, and, and um, everybody is saying like they they ask the Bills players about. It. They're like, oh, we don't think the window's closing. It's, like, it's closing. All, first of all, what do you expect them to say? Yeah, I think our window for winning is closing, actually. Yeah, it's like you're, you're on the team. Nine soon enough. Yeah, like, no, I don't know if we're going to win. Like, come on. Like, it's they like, have it's to like say a, it's not closing. It's like when Mark Messi said guaranteed victory. What's supposed to do guaranteed loss? Right. Like, it's, it's, it's the like, Chris Paul, like, yeah. when they ask him, like, you guys going to be back here for game seven? He goes, what do you – he's like, I'm like, on the team. What do you yeah, – no, like, we're not. Like, what no, do you we're going to lose, you know. Actually, yeah, I don't think we're going to be back here for game seven. I think we're going to lose. Same thing – my same issue with when everyone was so, like – meat riding Matthew Kachuk when they beat the Bruins in game five and yeah. he gave his speech he goes remember this room boys we're going to be back here and everyone's like he called it it's like what did you want him to get up in yeah. front of the team and say guys don't remember this room because we're going to lose in game six in Florida we're going to go back to our home barn and lose <laughs> right like, like I that is one of my biggest pet peeves in sports is when people meat ride like players for like having faith in their team it's like yeah, yeah. they get paid a hundred million dollars to be an ambassador for the team like like when like, no player will ever predict a loss for their own team no it will never happen so why are no. we shocked when they call victories it's like it's like it's like you know it's like if you go into um you know like the world cup last year Messi was like you know i think we're gonna i think we have a good chance to win this year and everyone's like he shouldn't say that. You're like, he should say that. Yeah, and like, then on the back end, they won, and they're like, he knew it. Like, it's like, he didn't like, know like, anything. Like, <laughs> he predicted the future. A like, week ago, you were saying how bad of a call it was, and right. they're like, ooh. Like, the Tim Tebow guarantee when he yeah. gets up and cries in front of everybody. Like, yep. Nobody's going to work harder than me. It's like, what do you expect him to say? He's like, there will probably be players that will work harder than me. I'm a little bit of a lazy guy. Yeah. Like, come on. I kind of went to my room by Madden. Like, I'm kind of okay. Well, that's Kyler Murray. No, I think, <laughs> <laughs> no I think we're actually going to lose more games this year. I'm not going to guarantee victory. To I, I think we're. I think we might have a nice seven and seven record. I'm you so know, iffy like, on our team. Like, yeah. Oh, come on. Our get team's over just yourself. okay. You know, like um, we might have a win here and there, but <laughs> but yeah, I I do think the Bills' window is closing, but I don't think that it's going to close on them this season. I think they're going to have another very successful season. I think they're going to go back to the AFC Championship. Um, back as in terms of like they I have weren't losing, there last I have year. The Bills losing division round. Really? The playoffs? Yeah. I, th- I don't we'll, think they're we'll a Super Bowl team. Time. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they're a Super Bowl team by any means. But just looking at like the this teams coming out of the AFC, it, like the way that like my, I think I like did like a mock playoff last night. Like the way that all the records came out, the Bills had a pretty easy walk to the playoffs. Like I think they played like the Chargers in the first round, which is like the Chargers choke in the first round every year. Like or the Ravens, even in my hypothetical. Again, and after that, the they play round. the winner of like the Pats and the Jaguars, and it's like they'll beat both of those teams. And then you have to beat. And the then Chiefs. they're in the AFC Championship, and they lose to either the Chiefs or the Bengals. Yeah. Like that's how that's how I had it. But um, that's how it always goes, though. Like yeah, and this to me is a really great spot for the Bills to start their season against. Uh, look, I hate Aaron Rodgers. I would love to see his stupid fucking face when he throws like two picks on Monday night. You mean just and, oh. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody knows the look and his stupid like 
this. And I'm, I'm a big enthusiast of long hair. Don't get me wrong. I have it. You have it. Um, a lot of people on TikTok ask me for a hair tutorial. It's coming. Don't worry. Um, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers looks like... He have, came out of Doomsday Bunker? Have, like? Exactly. Have you ever seen um, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared? Yes. Yeah, he looks like one of the characters from that that yeah, has just right like stringy hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. That, like look, that red guy with the long, yeah, 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 long yeah, yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I just don't like him, and I think that he's going to get put in his place this season because I think that he's doing this whole like move to the Jets thing, kind of like a Brady thing, to like prove that he can take a bad team and make them good. Yeah, and I don't want to see it. So um, I think the Bills roll him tomorrow night, and yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's my pick. All right, well uh, that's all the picks. Um, <laughs> yeah, week one pick them officially in the books. Yeah. I'm excited to see how. It's, I, I'm excited to just watch football. I just again. love football. I'm man. excited to like, get back I'm to it. I'm done with this baseball. Like, uh, no offense, anyone likes baseball. I'm, I'm done with baseball. <laughs> yeah, like, I know. It's like the NHL season ended. It's like you just kind of then wiffle ball starts, and then it. Yeah. Then now wiffle ball ends, and uh, granted, the content doesn't end, but like obviously, spoiler, we're not playing it anymore. Yeah, it's over um, now. Like, yeah, it's, you guys still have a lot of wiffle ball videos to watch, but um, you know, the games are not. Soon, though. Yeah, so, coming. Yeah, they're, they they've all been dropping like once a week, and yeah, uh, yeah, they've been fun. But you know, we're not. We're obviously still not playing the games at September. The game's over, but you don't know how it ends yet. Right? Like, no one knows except for the kids well, who played I, in I it know. and the content people <laughs> hey, <laughs> behind the scenes. And we won't spoil anything for you. But um, not yet, anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to get back to watching the NFL. I'm super amped for this podcast. Like this, you know, great first episode of Pick'em, and like it's just going to get even better when we have actual like sample size of games to talk yeah about. yeah i like where this is headed and um we'll be back next week definitely yeah pick them number two yeah so. uh yeah so I, thank you boys so much for listening i mean that, that's Rock all on, i really man. can say um episode 121 of the booth review podcast was a good one um check the socials uh we're going to be posting these on podcasts will go up on spotify youtube Apple Podcasts or whatever they're calling it nowadays, wherever you like get your iTunes, podcast. wherever you get your podcast from, that's a good phrase to put in. Um, we'll put some clips up on Instagram, clips up on TikTok, uh, and yeah, just be on the lookout until we record episode 122 for some more content at TBR Sports on all the and socials. If you, uh, if you think we're complete idiots, drop that in the uh, comment section. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll love to hear everybody's it, so. take. I'd love to hear everybody's take on this. I really would. Um, and yeah, in, in the coming week, we'll have some more content, but until then... Uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode and uh, happy football watching, everybody. Yeah, have a great rest of your weekend and uh, go Pats. Go Pats. Go Pats.